Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar's going to go over some new patrons. Why, thank you, Brother Matt. Uh, hello, new listeners, old listeners. Like, this is my favorite part of the show where I get to acknowledge those that support the show with all they have. This week is no different. A big <laughs> shout out to the big man. He came in fire and hot, eh, too? Gavin, Gavin Workman. Yeah. What's up, brother? Welcome back, sir. We're happy to have you. What up, Gavin? And we also have another return. Uh, 420, Cody 420 Med X. Yeah, he's been back a couple times. What so. up? He's the gentleman that's uh, that sent us a little care package, Simon. Little sluts just come crawling little back to that slut. Patreon dick. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, thank you to all the Patreons, past and former and future. You guys rock. And uh, uh, That's just the best way to get new Patreon members, eh? What? <laughs> little sluts coming yeah, back call, Patreon yeah. dick. No. The, the Patreon dick is that good? Sure, that I'm surprised he hasn't dropped the end bomb this early in the episode just to get us some clout. That's <laughs> something we'll have to discuss. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, yeah. I forgot to say the Patreon is uh, with the Patreon. You get the post, Joe. And uh, this week we'll be uh, going over the latest podcast to be culled from Spotify this week. <laughs> Should be interesting. My week was uh, my week is uh, I'm in the doghouse. I've been uh, renting uh, UFC fights. Oh, we know. You told us last week. (laughs) The jig is is up. My bad. This week. This week. Um, So I'm downtown. (laughs) I go get this haircut. (laughs) No. It's not going to work. I went down to Brantford, birthplace of Wayne Gretzky. Why'd you do that? Just to get out of the city. Gotcha. Yeah, it was all right. And uh, I don't know if listeners know, but I am a convicted felon. And I have to (laughs) complete a uh, rehabilitation course. And I did that while I was down there. But one interesting point was... Did it work? Uh, Do you feel rehabilitated? It, it was it was more than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I think... Not as cash grabby as I you thought. When I told you about it originally, I was like, this is a joke. And uh, I don't think it was a complete waste of time. But one of the things that we talked about, like just states of being drunk and like how you feel. You feel fine, but you're drunk, but you do it anyways. And blackouts uh, came out. Mm-hmm. Came up. And I remember talking, oh, not me talking about when uh, Malcolm Gladwell was on. Mm-hmm. He talked about this, the blackout. I mean, we all know what a blackout is. We all know. What oh, I've blacked out many a time. But, but, but you are still functioning. Yeah. That's the blackout. And, and what it uh, was defined as is consciousness shuts down. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. I was thinking, I mean, they must have done this. But if you could monitor a brain and have someone drink to the blackout, you might be able to isolate what shuts down and get a step closer to understanding consciousness. But think about all the times that you've been like literally blackout drunk, but you still like your body and your brain were still You're like, doing- I know how to get home. 
No, you're, like I'll get you on a you're, bus. You're paying yeah. for stuff. You're having conversations. You're into, yeah. but consciousness is gone. Yeah, I, and I, it just it just made me think. Like maybe maybe they haven't. Maybe they overlooked that, and that could be a pathway into understanding what's going on. Well, we can get to the consciousness talk after because I heard some interesting talk about it on Lex this week. Well, it's just, I, I completed yeah, yeah, my no, course. I, yeah. I, I passed. Congrats, man. Thank Congrats. you very much. And um, so you're just waiting to get your license back now. That's the deal. Well, there's a lot of money. So yes, yeah, well, see. nothing. They don't make anything cheap. Well, but but even then, like after like insurance is going to be like a thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A month, oh yeah. And for if sure. I choose to take the interlock, so I think it might be a lot longer than it has to be. The interlock is the obviously the drunk. The breath. The dry, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which can be set up by cologne or mouthwash and stuff like that. Dude, Mar- I remember when by Mary and I drinking cologne and mouthwash. <laughs> you wearing cologne? <laughs> I don't wear that, but in any. Dude, you can even, like, when I started dating Mary, she had that thing in her car, and... Wow, oh, man, that's sort of a red flag, eh? Yeah, you <laughs> but, think. But, but you saw passes. Yeah, I did, yeah. I, saw, and, I knew what was what. And, and, and hey, uh, very happy birthday to... Mary, Mary yes, no, yes, yes yeah. thank you, yeah. Um, and to Matt, tomorrow. Matt who? <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary had that thing in her car, come on, and there were multiple times where she woke up in the morning to leave, and then would come back in and be like, I can't start my car. I'm still like, I got a cab to work. Well, well this is one of the things we, we talked about. Saturday morning. You're still drunk. 25% of the population is driving around drunk. They're yeah. probably all right, but they would blow. And uh, yeah, it, 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 it was a very insightful. That's good. Having your birthdays very close together, isn't it? It's nice. You're yeah. knocking out of the park yeah. once a year, yeah? We usually come on just on the 6th. We do something like combined, just easy. Why we not? also, <laughs> honestly, this is... A, like uh, on non-COVID years, we're out of town, mm-hmm. and we, no gifts. Like it just cancels each other out. Like what are we doing? Yeah, here? Ah, you got it made. I mean, even at Christmas, it was funny. We went to Bayshore, and I was like, I just bought myself stuff, and she bought herself stuff, and we were like, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you guys are meant for each other. That's beautiful. But that was my week. I went down Brantford, a very boring city. Um, had to come back through Toronto and uh, saw the protest there. A, a glimpse of it, so. I was thinking about Toronto. They would be like... The convoys everywhere. That city's 10 times more fucked than us. Well, I guess the police were proactive. Yeah, they shut down everything. Yeah. To, they were able to get them out of there, but this Well, is, if you're trying to make a point, that's a better place to make it, really. Like, as it's far a better as, city to listen, shut down. Listen, as far as mandates go, it is done province by province, much like the U.S. It's done state by state, I believe. There is no federal mask mandate. It is done... It's the federal passport. For traveling. I understand that. So, but what Simon's saying is if you want the mask mandates gone, Queens Park in Toronto is I where you should be. I just meant if you're trying to like junk things up to cause a scene. Yeah. You're going to get way more junked up in Toronto. I think it's also though there's, you know, a little more aggression in Toronto. More likely to get shot on fucking Young Street blocking. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> well, something something's going to happen here. Uh, it's getting to a fever pitch here for sure. You could probably talk about it. Will they talk about Andy Stump or if you want to talk about now on the post show? No, no, we'll get we'll get to it. That was my week. Awesome. Brampton, Wayne Gretzky. You had fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Well, Brampton is first yeah. uh, blood vessel. Um, he blacked out. <laughs> he doesn't remember. <laughs> no, I was fucking too hard. Um, I think. I think. <laughs> sorry, Jay. Sorry, Jay. I was fornicating. Don't say sorry. Say sorry to us, man. <laughs> like we don't want to hear that. Sorry, co-host. Um, there you go. I think it'd be a nice place in the summer. Like ev- like everywhere in Canada? No, but like I drove from Brantford up to, I did not drive, but. Whoa, 
He just gave it away, man. <laughs> yeah. The guy's been driving all along, <laughs> pretending to go to rehab. I, I don't courses. know if you've ever been to Hamilton, but like Hamilton's sort of called the armpit of Ontario or Canada. But, yeah. but never heard that in my life. But there's an escarpment, there's elevation, there's water. <laughs> well, no, it, <laughs> there's people, they breathe air. No, yeah. no Brantford is just like flat. Like, it's just it's boring. <laughs> Ottawa's uh, more interesting to look at. Anyways, enough about me. Is that how Wayne Gretzky became a lush? Because Brantford's just so boring. I think it was a no, exorbitant the salaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was exorbitant salaries. <laughs> Simon, go fuck yourself. Um, no, I'm kidding. How was your week, Simon? Wow. Whoa. I have a whole list here. Here we go. <laughs> that. This guy came. This guy went from "Don't ask me ever again" to "I've doubled down." But you don't get to hear them, Matt. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> no, let's whoa. get out of here. What? How was your week, Simon? Come on. Um, I only have one thing this week, Matt, because like I told you. You're saving it for the post show. We love it. I don't to junk up the fucking mix. Um, I have a retraction from last week. Oh, okay. Um, we were talking about the mixing up um, different people in different time periods. Uh, I think I said Moses and uh, I don't even remember what I said. It was Osiris and Moses. Those were the two stories, the Egyptian one. And gotcha. They were the, the same story just same told story, by different people. Different times. Yeah. And then the Epic of Gilgamesh and the Noah story are the same story. Again, Sumerian and then New Testament separated by millions, of, or not millions of years, rather thousands, thousands of years. Thousands of years, yeah. Look at this guy spreading misinformation. Well, just thank try, for the just yeah. trying to be correct. But that's it. It's not misinformation if you have a, a first first thing retraction, right? That's not how that It works. was information for the week. Who knows wow. how that affected how many lives, who How died. many people went out telling, telling we're, we're stories. We're dangerous and we're killing people through the Sumerian text. So I, I was going to make a video to post on Instagram, but I thought <laughs> I would just do it on the show. And Good for you, Simon. Way to hold off, man. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, had a lot to say, but not gonna say it. Speaking of that, I noticed that you're low key back on Instagram, but like not on Instagram. Uh, I have like an account where I look at some things. Okay, I don't want to say the account out loud. I wouldn't want anyone to but, follow you. Uh, I noticed you yeah, had no, no followers, zero. but I started following you. And I don't follow anybody. No, oh, no, I do follow people. No, no, you don't. No, I do. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. zero. Oh, that's right. You have zero posts. But the whole that seriously, Instagram is a fucking joke, man. The it's terrible. Algorithm it's just terrible. doesn't even make any sense. I follow. Let's just make up a number. Three hundred people. When I'm looking through my feed, you're getting nine hundred things worth of. Yeah. But those 300 people, only 10, 15 of them Show come up, up yeah. and everything else is a lot of dog videos or whatever it is, you know, but it ain't things I'm following. Of those 300, if you see them, do you like, like them? I'm just wondering if interaction I've never would help. liked a thing in my so life. That, that, that might help you it go, oh. Yeah, well, that's annoying. Yeah, I, no, no, I, don't I think follow you them. I don't think you should They're do the it. only things that should come up in my feed. But doesn't that make sense, Simon, that the algorithm would almost demand of you um, some sort of interaction? If work, it, work with me, bro. Well, well no, that's what it's saying. It's like, listen, if you're not going to like and engage, then we're not going to give you, we're only giving you 10% of what you want to follow, right? But if you start liking, that actually makes sense. That's gross, though. I think you're right, Simon. Fuck that. Fuck I agree. You I'm, cannot force my engagement. I agree. Oh, you cannot. But they will try to. I cannot wish, mandate your engagement. I wish I was strong enough to just leave those. And be left out of the mix? Yeah, I'd just be left out of the mix. Just whatever. I'm not, I'm not strong enough. I'm, I think you are. I'm, I'm just bored most of the time. So Simon, my way works wonders. Just doing it once a week. Yeah, you just download it for 15 minutes and then delete it. You come and go. Because I'm, I'm telling you, what I've learned is that you're not missing anything. 
from doing that, from that 15 minutes I spend, I'm like, oh, I didn't miss shit. But because, you're, you're making a specific time. You're treating yourself. You're going, ah, this is gross. I, I like that a lot. Well, you got to realize, too, people message you on there, right? And, like, we have a podcast where I'm, try, oh, I'm not trying to be a cold prick, so I, I got to check the messages, see if, you know. Too many people message me to open a link for them. Um, Never. Don't to, ever fucking. Uh, do some podcasts or uh, not podcasts, but uh Give them some money for some Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> I haven't engaged yet, but I saw a great uh, meme where it was like, you know, that moment where you're waiting for your video game to load and the color goes to black, and you can all of a sudden see your reflection in the television. You're just like, holy shit, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. And then the color comes back on, and, <laughs> and you forget about good. it. Yeah. <laughs> the moment of truth. Yeah, it's it's so true. How's your rig map? Uh, I had a particularly shitty week, to be what? honest. What? I know, surprising, huh? No, I just didn't have a great week. That's life, though. Everything all right downstairs? Uh, my dick and balls? Balls, primarily. Oh, yeah, no. Everything's, uh, everything's okay down there. Let's knock on wood. But it could change at the drop of a dime. Who knows? No, Kamar, you know, sometimes you just... Uh, this winter has been particularly trying. Yes, yes. No, it's, it's been horrible. It's very cold. I'm very broke. Um, Fuck yeah, amen. We are not famous yet. That's really getting to me. We're not going to do this. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Keep going. Uh, no, I'll just real. I'll finish real quick. You know what my other thing is? Is I th I truly believe that there is. Um, I I think there's something here, like in this and in the studio. I think there's gold to be had here. I just can't weave it on my own, and that's really driving me crazy. Because I rely on you two, which I'm lucky to get you guys once a week. But, like, if I come in here alone to clean up or to do something, and then I think to myself, like, I can make some content alone. Like, I should start, you know, we have this. Why not use it? I just got nothing. Yeah, you got to, you, you got to, obviously, I'm just saying this, like, hindsight or fucking backseat driver, but you just got to do it. Yeah. Like, I, like the, yeah, I don't know. It, whatever you do the first time, I doubt will be that good. But that doesn't mean it can't be amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I just I feel like such a fucking loser lately. Well, like listen, I'm never gonna be shit. Big, turn that ship around. Bigfoot podcast is always on the table. <laughs> fucking I, could, I could make myself available <laughs> for something guy. like that. Listeners, uh let Matt know you believe in him. <laughs> no, don't let me know that. All right, well let's uh <laughs> That would only discourage him. It's true. <laughs> the last thing I need is hope. Uh let's do what we do here. You want to uh run down the oh, guest no, wait. Course? Hold on. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> just one second. Okay. I I don't like this. Two really important things happened this week. Mm -hmm. The idea of going the whole episode and not talking about them to save them for the post-show to me doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. There's plenty to talk about in the post-show, but like... So you want to talk about N-bomb controversy? Yeah, I want to talk about I, both I, things. That's I just, what we I just, do I said you want to talk about that. Sure. Did you? Yes, I did. Let's talk about it. Let's, okay, so how about this? About Before it. we get into the show, we will quickly... Or we will, however you're, long it you're takes. You're welcome, people. <laughs> All right. So two mea culpas this week from Joe. <clears throat> I believe the only other one we saw before was the fire. Which, yeah, that out of well, all the, the fire one made no sense. No, so, that one made I, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. we've as, never seen it before. As far as our communal knowledge, he had to do it two times in one week, and a very stark difference between the tones of the two mea culpas. The first one though was perfect. Well, I can't I, believe I, he I told he the story. By, oh, oh, he definitely oh, shouldn't have done that. Like, oh, I, I, yeah, know. Yeah. I was like, this is insane. And he again, definitely shouldn't have done If he's that. getting paid $15 an hour in 19, he's got to be 22 years old because that's when Keep it's On Rocking great, Free World came out. It's a great job, man. That's like 
$50 an hour. He today. really shirked his responsibility <laughs> to the safety of those people. And Neil Young. And he, well, he, he had to communicate that he liked yeah. Neil Young. Fuck that guy. But he, he, we've always said that, that he has a string of these people on without the pushback or whatever, and he totally acknowledged that. Yeah. I, I, I should have more people. I do not vet. But one of the things I wanted to say is, I forget what episode it was, but you called me after, Simon. We had a conversation. I think it might have been Malone, and we were like, well, if even 50% of what he says is true, they're going to come after Joe with everything. Do you remember that conversation? It was like three weeks ago. I love that I'm not privy to these. I mean, I don't really remember. It, it, I remember it, it, it having was a, a conversation. Passing. But. Well, I said, if, if anything this guy says is true, they're going to come, and they have. So, I mean, yeah, with, like, my, with my broken logic, Joe's in the right. More I mean, it so than... Sure, it doesn't mean you're right. Like, they could have come after him for a plethora of reasons. It could just be... But yes, Kamar, you are correct. I mean... I think uh, Schultz said it the best out of everybody. Just I read on, it. Yeah. So Rogan hit job started with misinformation that didn't stick. So now it's racism. Next, it'll be misogyny. After that, transphobia. They are trying to make him radioactive because they fear his influence. This isn't about hate. It's about silencing a powerful man they can't control. And then he says, please believe the people behind this don't care about a single thing that Rogan says. They know you do, though. And their goal is to manipulate you into silencing Rogan so they don't have to deal with him. I don't blame anyone for falling for it. If you don't know a person, you believe what you're told and it's human nature. But make no mistake about it. This is a hit job. It's the same playbook used when a movement or person of influence can't be controlled. Any human in history with power that wasn't tied to an institution gets put through through it in varying degrees and when it's not your favorite create oh sorry and when it's not your favorite creator it's easy to pile on or ignore but one day it will be your favorite creator and who's going to help them nobody mic drop um i mean <clears throat> it's weird that it's kind of working in a way though like in one week in three days we went from oh look what we said all along the rock may be on one day Went from The Rock might be on one day to, oh, never mind, The Rock thinks Joe's a racist. The Rock, that thing, that sequence was great, though. Like, The Rock, his first tweet is totally supporting Joe Rogan, saying, after the first uh, mea culpa, and he says, I'm with you, man. And, yeah. Like, I stand behind you. Yep. Can't wait to come on the podcast and drink some tequila or whatever yeah. he's selling. Yeah. And then, yeah, the next one is, oops. <laughs> did, well, did you watch the clip? It's so out of con like it's Oh, the actual clip. Yeah, I mean that's like anybody who's actually listened to Rogan knows that no time when he said that was he actually using that to in a pejorative Yeah, to make somebody anyway. feel bad. He was telling a story and he thought it was okay to use the word in the recounting of whatever it is he was Well, it goes about. just back to what Lucy Case is saying the N word is the same thing as saying it. You're making the person think it like what are we doing here? But clearly we've gone to the point where that isn't. What I find interesting is if they've gone from misinformation <laughs> to now calling it disinformation. And the, and the, the casual difference is... Well, yeah, misinformation is like, an you accident. You don't know or whatever. Yeah. Disinformation is saying you're lying. You're, you have an agenda that you're trying to make people think away, which is so disingenuous coming from the greatest disinformation, in my opinion, the mainstream media. Listen, I don't want to use us because I'm not going to say we're the perfect people to whatever. There's a ton of people like us out there who've listened to every minute, who know the show, who feel like they're, you know, know Joe somewhat. I think we can all agree we've all listened to enough 
Joe Rogan experience to recognize that we all might disagree with some things Joe says, some of the guests he has on, whatever, some of their takes. At no point have we all been like, wow, Joe is a real piece of shit human who's really going out of his way to like, even throughout the pandemic where I sometimes was like, I don't agree with this or that. At no point was I like, I think this guy's a danger to society or a bad person. Like, if anything, Joe, he seems like a genuinely really nice person. As far as the N-word goes... Well, this is for, obscene. For that part of it, though, I always did find... Like, when I tell a story <laughs> yeah, and it has that mentioned, sure, you say the N-word. If, someone, if you're quoting someone... Yeah. yeah. You don't... I don't, anyways... Um, I always thought it was weird that Joe did do that. I didn't, it never like, I never said, oh, cause it is weird that there's this one word in the human language. One, one word only. I was thinking about that. Like there isn't well, any There's other a couple that have crept in there now. No, there are no other words. There are no other words that. It's the king word. Will go to blows. There are no, you, you know But you're also I mean? wrong it's, because like on television, you can't say fuck, but you can say that word ad nauseum. Well, that's the other world. Yeah. That's, that's a that's, metaverse, right? Yeah, I don't know. Our, our, the advertising society. But I'm just saying, like, if TV, like, TV has always kind of been the gauge of what you can and can't say, right? Like, shit is kind of acceptable. You can hear shit on TV occasionally. Fuck is definitely a no. But you can you can hear it on Disney. That Disney Snowfall, Plus. That Snowfall show you suggested watching. Yeah, yeah. It's very clunky. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's that very, it's very clunky. Singleton, eh? Yeah, but it's very clunky. But they say the N word. Like, Did you watch that show, Dave? On uh, I watched the first episode. It, it looks good. It's so weird. Okay, hold on. We'll get Anyways, to fucking yeah, what yeah, we're watching sorry. later. But back to like. Excuse me. Anyways, I just or we're racist. Maybe we're racist pieces of shit. I found that he used it and almost like um. Even then, he was they trying were, to prove a point. They were you know more pissed. I mean? They were more pissed about. Okay, remember I showed you that clip of Alex Jones trying to cancel Joe like a year ago, where he brings up the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that was the one that people were actually really pissed at because, yeah. again, if you take it out of context, it doesn't look great for Joe. But I mean, people forget too. This guy raised a kid that is not his. That is, for all intents and purposes, African American. No, I mean it's. I'll look at the source where this is coming from, and, that, and for me, you know, I don't believe the news, so that's all I need. But someone broke it down that he's done approximately in um, seventeen one thousand seven hundred seventy two episodes, five thousand fifty two hours, and that's what they got. It's a, do, do you know what I mean? Like he has said enough. To hang himself, and that's all they could put together. And also, the people coming are coming out of the woodwork. Do you know what I mean? Like Indiaree was the one who brought that to prominence. Who was that? Exactly. But she wrote a song, but song remix it and did the "Put in My Mouth" song. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> like, like, there's no one really relevant who's putting their neck on the line to do this. What I was wondering is if they were to take um, Joe off Spotify. And it would have to be Spotify. <laughs> would we take ours off Spotify in solidarity? No. Well, we'd, we'd, we'd keep the cause going. We, we, we'd probably get removed um, as a, by association. 
Listen, if we have a problem with Neil Young taking his podcast off Spotify, then we're just doing the same thing. We're taking a stand by taking it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, the, Brendan Schaub said if if they shut him down, we're all, any comedian who has a podcast should take them off. It was just a thought. But let's keep in mind, we're acting as if they didn't remove another 71 episodes over the week. Which we will cover in the post show. They did remove episodes? 70. 70. And I have them. I have the, the ones where he said the Anytime he drops no, no, the no, end. No. Well, that's a lot of them, yeah. That's well, what do you think they are? Uh, well, I, I I have this the list here. Okay. So we, we'll go over it. Michael Malice is in it. I don't think they ever say the N-word in his episodes. Maybe I think he might. I think it's... Uh, what I read was that in every episode, Joe drops the N-bomb. And again, Simon, they're mostly... It's like Theo, Duncan, Tom, Bert. Um, like he said, Michael Malice. Oh, there's no more Theo episodes up, apparently. No more Theo episodes up. Yeah. Just Kyle Kalinske. Dude, when I saw Kyle Kalinske, I was like... Kyle Kalinske is the most white bread, like, and I mean white bread, not like he's a born and bred white person. I mean, like, wonder bread, white bread. Owen Benjamin, Kurt Metzger, which we did uh, a throwback episode of. So there is, like, some of these we we have done. Well, most of them we've done. And so there is a, a record of what we sort of thought transpired on them. It just seems odd because it seems Spotify right now is stuck between... Gavin McInnes, Pete oh, Holmes. Yeah, that's yeah. Pete Holmes, again, super white bread. It feels like Spotify is really stuck in between a rock and a hard place right now. And you know what? Amazon is also behind this pulling some strings because Neil Young went to Amazon and put his music there. Apparently, they're trying to become a big player in this now too. So nothing is ever what it seems. And there's always money behind yeah, Amazon, all this. Amazon, whose hands are just fucking clean as a white yeah, sheet. Exactly. Like, so you know what I mean? Like there's... Well, there's, Neil Young, like we didn't talk about this last week. Yes, but we did. About that quote? I did, yeah. He, I started oh, with that. Yeah. Like... The F word? Yeah. The yeah. F yeah, word. Do you want we, faggots we, touching your potatoes? Oh, like, there we go. We're done. We're done. Oh, sorry. No, I'm again, I'm quoting what this you retard said. <laughs> you don't need to quote it. Well, I do, because it's an aggressive quote from someone <laughs> who's now taking a stand against misinformation, medical misinformation. But like, I'm not for lists or anything, but anyone who does think like he's 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 a racist, he's bad, he should be censored. Like, I can't help but notice them. You, do you know what I mean? And I don't and I don't want to talk to them and like Oh, I, I want to see how you see it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, I keep saying, if you don't this like though, him, don't listen. That's cool. The weirdest thing is like, I, you, I just don't encounter this in the real world a lot. You know what I mean? Like we hear about this, you see tweets, you see people trying to cancel them. But when, when I go out in the world, I don't see a lot of like, well, what I know is weird is people that I know that don't give a fuck mm-hmm. are calling me and asking me like, what, what's going on with this guy? Yeah. What, what is this? Cause, cause they know I do this or whatever. And, that is surprising me. Like it's it's resonating so much, but like there's no way the media can ask for something to be censored. Like that is just not their role. Like th- that should never come out of their mouth. Do, do, do you know what I mean? They're, they're supposed to be their freedom of the press, freedom of, of, yeah. of free speech, and then when the when American the House, government comes out well, and says insane. it, it's 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 fascism like. Well, and just the hypocrisy of the whole thing, like... You guys fly drones over countries and kill innocent people left, right, and center, but you, you have a problem. You send your own children yeah. to, like, come on. No, it's, it's, it's just, ludicrous. It's, it's absolutely crazy. ludicrous. Like, they're not fucking racist. 
you're the one you're the ones who made it so you know you created the systems that create the racism it's crazy i don't know if you listen to sunday papers but they're talking about what the real issue is i don't of course you don't (laughs) but it's not racism (laughs) it's not uh gender equality it's wealth disparity yeah, it's like the, it's they want you to fight a what's the a the, small amount of people have all the money in the world, and they don't want everyone to say why the fuck do you need all that money, and as long as everyone hates each other, <laughs> is fighting over as we will discuss in Randall Carlson, trivial matters compared to like real stuff that's possible. Like for, forget about it. They, it will it will continue, and obviously, all the news companies are owned by rich. Like it's Kamara, I saw I saw a gentleman that sells super yachts, and it's booming. Being interviewed, he it's their biggest year to it's date, booming twenty twenty one. So it's like, hold on, you're telling me a year where we've been locked down, the economy's crushed, super yachts had their biggest year ever. Like, hmm, convenient. I I think if aliens came down and did an assessment of like why. Why do all these people have everything and the rest of you are fucked? Just, well, just out of curiosity. I mean, you do you, but what, what's up with that? Well, it's an interesting thing, too, because if you think about it right now, inflation is, an, is a massive thing that you're not hearing anyone talk about. It. Everyone's talking about Joe Rogan and racism. Inflation is what's going to kill the lower and middle class. Killing. Probably has already in, killed. In, in the process of, yeah. Because inflation is literally like, if you had $10,000 last year and it's worth $5,000 this year, that doesn't affect the super rich. And it sort of falls in line with what Jordan Peterson was saying. Like, the only way you're going to get the mass population to care about the environment or, or, or whatever is to... Monetize it. Give them money so that they don't have to worry about the little stuff and they don't want that. Joe must have really had to, like... He must have just thought this week, like... Fuck, man. You think Miss Rogan had anything to do with it? Is this fucking worth it? You know what I mean? I mean, obviously it is, because he well, makes millions and millions of dollars. I was looking for a tweet that I read that I thought was super poignant, and the guy basically, I'm going to fucking butcher it, but his point was, you know, you get to a point, It sometimes you get to a point with fuck you money, where, um, like, Joe had to take the bag, but because he took the bag, <laughs> now he has to deal with all this bullshit. You know what I mean? And I, again, I really wish I had the tweet. I thought I saved it, but I didn't. It was, it was poignant. The guy was just saying, like, it's not fuck you money if you end up in this position. I, I, it's no longer fuck you money. I reckon he wouldn't be on if he was still with YouTube. You think YouTube would have demonetized and taken his channel down? Well, going to Spotify now, you see, was a, a great play for him because it makes it insulates him from, you know, the bigger... Uh, Internet, and well, as he said in Valentine Thomas, he's got to go behind a paywall to, to just to. I agree to separate himself from all this. But I also read another interesting article this week, and the craziest thing is like, well, I'll get into it in a sec. The article basically said that when Joe Rogan went to Spotify, he he lost half his audience. That's what he said. Um, all those subscribers on other platforms. Yeah, and I can tell you, um, as someone who looks at our numbers often. When he went to Spotify, we lost uh, three quarters of our numbers, which means they're obviously directly correlated with how Joe does. That's one thing. But I think Joe's numbers right now are probably higher than they've ever been. Yeah, probably. As we can see from our As numbers. we can see from our numbers. Yeah, but, but again, like, it's, it's a weird... 
we, we talk about the Barbra Streisand effect all the time. It feels like this. Yeah, it's it in a nutshell. And the fact that they don't know that, like, if they stop talking about him, it, I think he goes away. And it must be too many people going to someone. You know what I heard on Joe Rogan and people getting annoyed by that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It can't be average listeners just listen to something. I'm appalled. I just, from what I heard, something's got to be done. I'm writing my. I would imagine that has very little to do with it, and like you said before, it has everything to do with crushing your competition. Like, isn't this what businesses do all the time? Well, they're when, crushed. Yeah. What is it? It's uh, when they're losing numbers and shit. They go to try and uh, soil the reputation of their competitors. I felt though with the first <laughs> mea culpa, the media sort of said, "Well, you know." He's acknowledging shortcomings. He doesn't vet everything, and I, I thought it. I thought it was like a. It was good because uh, the things. Uh, concession, like. Yeah, and the things he conceded to were things that made sense. I'll have a when I have somebody on who has these different opinions than the than the mainstream. I'll also have the alternating viewpoint on, which is all you're asking for, right? Like a balanced assessment, so then you can make your decision. Again, I think it's a weird statement because we, listen, we act like who wouldn't go on Joe Rogan, right? Like that's our, that's my opinion is like what you'd be crazy not to. I think that's changed. But this is my point is like, it's not just easy for him to go out and get the other viewpoint because they all might be like, I'm not going on this fucking show. Like it'll be a hit job. I'm sure this is what I'm saying. Yeah. There are people that have put their own reputations that are far on the left to put their own reputations on the line by even making an appearance. It really boils down to this. It's. They're trying to make a boogeyman out of this guy so that so that if, if you go on the show, you're labeled this and that you can't go on the show if you're something else because you'll be labeled. You know what I mean? It's Do you guys think Sanjay Gupta regrets going on? I don't. I have no idea what that guy thinks. I actually don't because I think it 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 didn't look like bad for him in my opinion. But they've won kind of now because people like The Rock won't go on because of the well, whole Hollywood N-word actors, thing. man. He, I'm just, he'll be back. Like, anyways, we'll see. Oh no. Doggy. Where, where, where we, is that? We, we like, don't sell doggy. Simon, keep, there's no, there's no paper towel over there. If is there's there? dog Cunt. shit on my fucking brand new Jordans. I will lose it. We don't have any paper towels. Sorry, listeners. We have an incident. Chico, yeah, Chico fucking sabotage Maddie. Over the fucking floor. Pause it, and we'll uh, come back in two seconds. Okay. We're back. Sorry. I was covered in shit. Brought to you by Chico. All right. So there was two parts of this you said, Simon, right? There was the N-bomb controversy, and then... The first one was the Maya Culpa. Mm -hmm. Kamara and I were just talking outside as we were looking at the scenery. (laughs) That... um, That... uh, We wondered if somebody went to him like the head of Spotify and said, hey, Joe. Say something. Go out there and like just, you know, calm the waters a little bit. And they did also put the... The warning. Uh, the warning the at the beginning. Disclaimer, yeah. So the disclaimer and Joeing out, Joeing out there. <laughs> Joe going out there. Uh, that smoothed the waters. And then that wasn't enough. That it didn't have the impact that whoever, air quotes, was looking for. And then the next thing you know, there's a giant compilation of Joe saying the N-word. And then to Joe saying the N-word, like, 
I, I mean, I'm surprised that it took them this long to put that uh, compilation together. I told you, Alex Jones did this like two years ago, three years ago, remember? Mm-hmm. So if they were really looking to slander Joe, it's not like it was. I think there. they're just getting so desperate. Well, we'll see what else they come up with. Listen, the, the N-word one is, I don't, that's going to be like a division we're also talking. We're also talking about Joe's prime minister wore blackface. We're also talking about Joe's main competitor, Indian though. blackface, though. Oh, sorry. That makes it better. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah. No, I'm just. It's, I think he's done it more than once. He can't okay. remember how many times okay. he's done it. The, the point being is, <laughs> people learn to live with egregious behavior. No, I'm just saying. So now, if you're a guest going on Rogan. Like, does this become like a dividing line? You, uh, you're not going to go I, on I, if you're I, black, I, I and then other black there. people are going to look at you and, as like a Benedict Arnold. Well, Donnell will do anything to get back on there, but no, I, I, I think some people will be like, "I'm not going on that show." It's not even I understanding. Mean, some people were saying that, anyways, just because the connotation that the show has now. The connotation is that right? The you know it, it has a feel to it portrayed by the outside. Well, they've officially made him a cult. Like, you know, he's, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi now. I think we're forgetting, though. We're actually, we, we kind of have this timeline a bit fucked up. Um, we're, for, we're forgetting that the first thing Joe did was actually make an Instagram post before all the controversy, really, where he was like, let's just go back to talking about aliens and and DMT. So it's, I don't know. It's weird. It felt like before all this even hit, Joe was like, I need to just fucking chill out on the, like, I don't know. You're, there's definitely someone behind the scenes saying something. I would think so. And I don't think it's so far fetched that it was the president of Spotify, but yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like that's far fetched though, because I feel like Joe obviously had a good enough, um, contract like there's no way in yeah yeah no they weren't they didn't tell him he had to do that he probably went to joe and said look like well like we said we're kind of in this together and without you having to admit that you did anything wrong which he didn't like um you can go out there and just kind of just smooth things out because spotify firstly decided to put a warning yeah on it no but, the, but that wasn't enough yeah, I get it, but I'm saying, but before the warning thing even came about, he was like, I need to, like, again, his Instagram post was less COVID, more aliens, Bigfoot, whatever, DMT talk. Um, as far as the other thing goes, um, Joe hasn't, the way Joe uses the N-word when he's explaining a story or quoting somebody or whatever, he hasn't done that since George Floyd. Yeah. Like, just in any... He's changed. <laughs> so... Anyways, I think he knows that he was not right in. Where he could have offended some people. Yeah, like he, and like I was saying to Kamara outside, there's no time where you would say the N word and somebody thought you were talking about like Nabisco. You, you know what I mean? Like there's no, everybody knows what you're talking about. So you don't have to say it to get your point across. It's. Well, the funniest too is the amount of people that were like, he should never have apologized. And I was like, it's not, it's, he's not apologizing. He's a human being who came out and. Uh, for which one? <coughs> for any of it. Well, the only problem with apologizing is you can't just keep apologizing. So, I mean, I think that's the idea behind not apologizing is like, but he's acknowledging, yeah, I could see how this could upset people. And 
Seems like he's the bigger man still. And again, this. Joe is a good guy and he doesn't want to hurt people. So I think he's trying to go about this in a way, you, you know, like how am I going to what pisses make everybody feel okay here? What pisses people off is they're like, if we don't like someone at CNN, we can go on a Twitter rampage and we can get said person fired. If we don't like someone at Fox, we can, with Joe, they're kind of in a quagmire. They're like, we, we can't get this guy fired. He's his own fucking boss. I don't know if there's the right word of irony, but it's ironic that for before COVID, the uh, topic that we were exhausted by was talking about cancel culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, it, and it, here it is. And he, and he, he, he was always talking, it'll swing back or, or whatever. Like, he always spoke of it just, it's, it's at the side and now it's at his door. Yeah, but there's a big difference in like, a lot of the time when someone got canceled, even if people were like, oh, this is bullshit, they didn't really say it that often they didn't tweet about it they were like ah you know i'd rather just i'd rather just stay in my like lane take a and stand on the issue you mean yes whereas now like it seems like everyone and their mother is coming to the either rescue of joe or well, anyone whose joe's has impact on their career has to i agree they're yeah. a piece of shit like, yeah like do you know what i mean yeah Schultz came out and was like you yeah. should apologize <laughs> well we'll see if he goes and follows the same advice he uh, gave um what's his name don't read the comments no, uh, what's his name? Who was just on with Ari and Mark Norman? Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Shane, Shane well, where Gillis. Were you? Yeah. Where, where were you? you? Where's this guy been? You could have fucking owned <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in closing, though, it is interesting the other clip that's been going around that's not that old of Joe being like, vaccines are incredible. Vaccines are absolutely like. Oh, that clip is nuts, man. You haven't seen that, Kamar? He's talking to... Um, and it's not that old. A, a vaccine doctor before the pandemic starts. Wasn't it Hotez? I don't, is that who it is? I no, I don't remember. think that's Peter okay. Hotez. But anyways, um, and literally is saying the... Uh, anyway, well, I'll play I, it for you. I don't think he's ever been anti-vax. He was just anti-this-vax. Or vax hesitant on this one and has said numerous times... Get vax, whatever. Like, I just don't know if it's necessary. Anyways, let's get in the show. It, it could come up again. I got to say that to a listener wrote in <laughs> and was like, whenever you guys say anyways, I have a good chuckle. Because it's not a word. No, it's not. Anyway. Anyway is a word. Well, it's many anyways. No. That, anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, see, that's not. It's many of them. <laughs> All right, well, let's actually get into the show. Sorry for that. Uh... It's many anyways. You're welcome. Sorry for that long-winded intro, but I guess you guys are right. We got to fucking got to address it. Mad, mad controversy. Mad it's, controversy, it's, yo. It's okay. I actually think it works out perfectly for stump break. Sure. Um, it's been working great for us. Too. All right, Kamar, can you go over the uh, guest list, please, if you don't mind? Oh, that was the other thing. Right, real quick. I also think Joe got unlucky in that it felt like he was maybe on vacation. And it got interrupted by this bullshit. Yeah, poor Joe. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamar. So yeah, we for it was so weird with the Mea Culpo. There's no episodes released, and then finally um, we got 1771, former Navy SEAL, now podcaster Andy Stumpfoot, uh, followed by 1772 Saturday drop. Always a fucking problem with us. Randall, right wing Carlson. 
Right wing Randall. <laughs> right, wing, right, right, wing right wing Randall, Randall. Carlson. <laughs> and he, he tried. He tried not to say what he felt. About. Yeah, it's true. I was <laughs> he did, yeah. But we'll get he felt like it. he made it two hours and then he was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, we're here. I'm taking the coat off. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy on the in Doctor Feelgood when he no, Doctor Strange Love when he's on the ball, yeah. waving his hat there. Oh uh, yeah. So that's the week. We had two episodes. It would have been worse if there was no episodes and no mea culpa. Or the mea culpa and no episodes, that would have been really eerie. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what it's feeling Just like. Just radio man. silence? I think it came out on Thursday, Andy. But that's what I was saying. I think he, I think Jim Gaffigan was like banked from a long time ago. I th- oh. I think a few from last, you mean. Okay, I think right. a few from last week were banked and I think he was on vacation. It makes sense. Joe Jim goes Gaffigan, on vacation. That was like weeks ago. I think it was last week we did it, didn't we? We don't fact check here, just like Joe. I can go back and check, but I won't. Uh, Okay, well, rate the week. Dude, that guy on Reddit that was like, a lot of things are said on this show. I nearly fucking shit my pants laughing. A lot of things are said. What an an incredible comment. Uh, Okay, I'll start by rating it. I give the week... um, Oh, man, I give it a a two. It's so generous, a two. So generous. I want to be a little more generous and give it two and a half. How generous is Simon? I mean, not that generous. It was like a 2.25. Okay. Maybe a two and a half. It just... I mean, oh, we'll get there. We'll figure out why. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out why. All right. Name and a number, Kamar. 1771 Andy Stump. <laughs> so... Yeah, a lot of, lot of fucking there, consonants at the end of this guy's name. There are so many great um, podcast guests out there in the world. And I know this because I listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and they have great guests. People I've never heard of just with really great ideas, stuff I want to hear. And fucking why do we have to have Andy Stump again? Or as Kamar says, <laughs> Do you know what podcast is not great but gets incredible pulls and it's obvious why they do is Smartless. I do not know what that is. Oh, it's Jason it is, Bateman, uh, Will Arnett. And uh, Sean, of course, they get great. Well, this is what I'm saying, dude. But I mean, it's a terrible podcast, and it's funny because they just drop like because they're all so famous, and the people they have on are all so famous. They're just casually dropping names, like we all know who. Who's the third guy? Sean, what's his name? He was the gay guy from uh, Will and Grace. Patton. No. You know what's interesting is that the in the same vein, uh, the guys from Sunny Always Sunny in Philadelphia do a podcast. I love their podcast, and the, the one guy is like not. At all, like his character, Mac. No, oh. Mac. Mac. Mac is his. Th- You're talking about Glenn Howerton, and it's not Charlie Day. It's the other. Yeah. He. He is. He's a different person. Like well, that's because on the show he plays like a serial killer, <laughs> I, I get, a serial yeah. rapist. Yes, a serial killer. rapist. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what I'm saying in a weird way is that he he's a really good actor because I don't. Did you watch the other show he's on? Uh, AP Bio. He's a teacher or something. No, no. I did not. Um, yeah, I don't want to besmirch anyone or criticize people. You know what I mean? And Andy obviously is accomplished in his life to have his positions, but he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> am I, am I lying? Like he's the only person I've seen mansplain to another man. If you're lying, you're dying. Come if on. I'm lying, I'm dying. But let's start off first of Joe should not have done this podcast because he was sick like a dog. 
or hungover. Like he sounded so congested and stuffed up. I found it very off-putting. At all. You gotta keep that machine running, Kamari. He sounded very stuffy. He's just working through COVID and not telling anyone. I would feel uncomfortable across from the person. Kamari, if you could show up at work for three hours and make fifty grand, would you go in with the snivels? I don't Sniffles. know. Sniffles. You talk. Well, I can't even do it because I'm not congested. Kamar said, I don't know. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you we, we said you would open up your anus yeah, on OnlyFans for like two grand a month. Anyways, what are we doing here? They could have just gone to the shooting range and hung out. It would have been the same difference. Um, Let's at least be thankful this guy isn't a like reoccurring, reoccurring, reoccurring guest. He's been on how many times? Three? Four? No, I think since we've done this, though, he's this is his second time. And he was early on when we did it. So I... For one, was surprised he was on because I thought he'd be dead by now as a squirrel no, he's, suitor. No, he stopped squirrel suiting. Well, well exactly so. Uh, good for that, Andy. Um, they talked about throughout the years you changed. Like they were talking about, you, you know, your chronological age compared to how you feel inside. Like, do you guys feel like your ages are sort of, you're within your range, like how you feel inside? You feel much more youthful or do you oh, feel I, you're about I, the same I, way? I feel much more youthful, yes. yeah. Much more youthful than I am. It's interesting because I feel like physically I feel old. Uh, mentally, I'm a man child, clearly. Like, I, I don't have my life together. Uh, can't grow a beard. Can't get anything can't, going. Can't grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, like, me. No, no, going to be 40. Like, you know, just can't. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And he also discussed that, like, I'm glad you're laughing, Simon. Well, no, the can't grow a beard part is hilarious to me. Like, that has nothing to do with... Uh, Being a man? Yes, they are directly correlated. No, but I mean, God decides whether you have a beard or not. <laughs> it's not... God! <laughs> I think it's the genetics of his parents. But anyways, um, do you think, like, so you're almost 40. You said uh, 20 to 30, 30 to 40. Like, are those two different people? That, that was his contention, like yes. completely different. Just I, I, and I think it's how you look at the world and like what potential is out there, and then you start conceding stuff. You know, the old like you're not going to be in the NFL or well, except for Simon, who has a chance. <laughs> so he needs a kicker. Uh, yeah, of I course. Definitely am. Of course. I mean, I think every ten years, you uh, like you said, you either have to broaden your horizon. Certain things become. I mean, listen, we grew up in an era where like you could still make it at 25, depending on what thing you wanted to get into. Now, like, you better be pro at 15. Like, let's say you wanted to be a pro skater. Let's say you were good at skateboarding. Like Francis Nagano. Yeah, like the kid who was number one in the qualifying for slope style at the Olympics was a 17-year-old Chinese kid. This is what I'm saying. The best like, figure skater 16. Yeah, and that's my point, is like nowadays everything moves so fast that... You know what I mean? Most people's second career starts at like 24. But I, I just They're like, oh yeah, I was an Olympic gold medal. For example, Francis Nagano is an exception to that rule. There's always outliers. There's always exceptions. But I think by and large, you know, nowadays you got to fucking, you better have it figured out quick. You better have a lot under your belt, like a lot of time. Make hay while the sun is shining. A hundred percent, yeah. And I mean, like you said, Kamar, I mean, there's a lot of things in my life that I enjoy, but, you know, the podcast is even a perfect example. You know, it's like, Am I even too late for this? Well, that remains to be seen. But, but yeah, it could end up that yeah. it was. But yeah, I yeah. mean, if everybody said that, there would be, you know. No billionaires. You'd only have young people making things. That no, I get it. That wouldn't be good. Again. <laughs> no, and again, like Ron White, perfect example. You know what I mean? Like, there you go. Was like 50, had pretty much given up on comedy. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, fuck, who knows? Listen, two years from now, we could all be sitting here driving really nice cars and being like, hey, remember when Matt said he was a loser? Hey, man, if we were sitting here driving reasonable used cars, <laughs> I think that'd be really <laughs> it's, good. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's true, yeah, no. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I think, of course, Kamar, I, I feel like almost on the tens, and I'm not saying when you're 30, but like, you know, maybe like 22 to 32, you're a different person than, than at 42 year. Well, you know, I always try to act poetic and, uh, you know, just focus on making 40 to 50 the best years of your life. Or not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we'll see what happens. But uh, you guys keep joining the Patreon. It will be the best years of Maddie's life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So Joey Joey loves, I call him Joey now, <laughs> little Joe, um, loves Succession. Yeah. So it was one of the best shows I ever. I know, he's just so late to the game all the time. Like, we he's were talking about guy. Succession he's a busy guy. That's okay. months and months ago. But it's funny because Succession is sort of shining a light on the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, the, that is the driving force. They're all fighting to keep us hating each other and stuff, which doesn't quite come through the show because it's so high up. Well, whenever even Don, I mean, now that you're mentioning this, also like billionaire pissing contests cost the everyday man... So much. Oh, people don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just just a flex and show how fucking yeah, it's nuts. Um, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut. No, you no, off. you didn't cut me off at all. They also sort of went back to um, what Jordan Peterson like. What is success? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which we talked about uh, work over family balance. I don't think that's a problem for for any of us. Uh, no, I've like that, that. That was the only <clears throat> genuine sort of part where I, I I recognized Andy as a human being. Was he was like, yeah, you know, like, because of what I did in the military, I wasn't always there for my kids and stuff. And he recognizes it wants to wants to do better. I mean, this is one thing I can say sitting here right now saying I'm a loser uh, and that I haven't done anything is that I can say, like, for my 20s and 30s, I had a ton of fun. Like, I didn't it's not like I can be like, man, I just worked too much, missed, missed too many. I can say I missed too many opportunities because I didn't work too much, but you had fun. I did, yeah. I had a lot of fucking fun. The question is, when you die, you look back and go, or, or not. I really hope the best for you, Manny, but um, <laughs> you'll be like, had I had a little less fun, I'd be having... I look at it that way right now, <laughs> 100%. Okay, well, we'll yeah. turn that ship around. Yeah, yeah. Um, he joined the Navy SEALs because of a movie. With Charlie Sheen, Navy SEALs? I haven't seen it. I'm so I haven't sorry. seen it, but okay. you have seen Hot Shots. I have seen Hot Shots. Are we doing part one or part two? Hot Shots one. You've it's seen Hot Shots, right? Hot shots with our favorite cocaine-riddled AIDS victim, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> he did a lot of spoofs. Uh, yep. Yeah. This is Jim Abrams. That name seems familiar. I think he's done a lot of spoofs. It's JJ movies. Abrams' dad. What other spoofs did he do? Uh, Airplane, Major Top League. Secret, oh, Ruthless Major People, League, Big yeah. Business, Welcome. Oh, no, those was Jay Well, those Abrams. aren't all spoofs. 
<clears throat> what else? Hot shots, hot shots. Part Airplane G. top secret. Top secret. If you haven't seen Top Secret, stop. Charlie what you're doing. Sheen is in Top Secret. No, uh, the director of Hot Shots oh. is gotcha, the spoof gotcha. guy. Sorry, pardon. No, I've never seen Top Secret. We've been through this before. I now can't get comfortable out of fear of putting my sock feet in like a big pile of wet dog shit. So. This is interesting though. Uh, hot shots starring Charlie Sheen, Gary Ewells, Valerie Galino, John Cryer. Who else? John Cryer from uh, Two and a Half Men. Oh, very interesting. So, so they've been around. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Dunn, Bill Irvin, and Lloyd Bridges. I have um, a year already. So father of Jeff. It's the you movie game where Simon Matt go head to head to see what year a movie came out, how much it made the box office, and how much it cost to make. This week we're doing Hot Shots. What year do you think this came out over there? M. C. Escher. Was Jamie pointed out funny that it was? Uh, it spoofed Navy SEALs. Yeah, it came out like two years later. Yeah, <laughs> which good on Charlie. I mean, again, to say it spoofed Navy SEALs, it spoofed all action Rambo, movies. There yeah, wasn't, yeah, like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was specifically Navy SEALs it was spoofing. Okay, like, like, I got a year. All right, I have 92. I have 91. I think it's 90. Oh, shit, 1991. Simon's oh coming God, on fire. Wow, that's two weeks in a row. This could be amazing precedent. You know what I got to say? Looking, Ooh, the pressure's on. You know what I got to say? Looking, looking down the list here, I'm one year off all the fucking time. Literally, it's okay. it's staggering. But yeah, that's still hard because I would say whatever you guess, add a year or subtract a year. Yes, you're still in the fifty percent. But the, hey, man, you're in the neighborhood, which 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 is good. You know what I mean. By the way, I hope everyone at home plays. I hope if you're listening, you are like yelling out a year, and I hope you I hope you get better. I hope you do better than us. I hope yeah, you, I wish I hope you're a, good at this game. I wish there was an interactive way we could do this, like high Q. Well, what we could do every week is end the movie game with a movie, and be like, and like, write in on the Reddit. So we we would say, okay, we did Hot Shots. Give them a movie, and then we would say, okay, we're gonna do Platoon. So without looking on the internet, yeah, go yeah. to Reddit. But again, with the internet, it's yeah, just, how you can know, you do that without someone watching? Well, that's it. Everyone's gonna else. cheat. Everyone's gonna fucking cheat. <laughs> so I was doing long division. I know this guy's. Yeah, he's right. carrying the one. Okay, I'm it ready. looks it looks like the blackboard and fucking Goodwill <laughs> Hunting over there. Give me two seconds. I got caught up in the. Uh, I got caught up in the fun. Hot shots in nineteen ninety one. How much did this fucking thing cost? <clears throat> and the sequel, Hot Shots Part Two, was released in nineteen ninety three. That's a bit of a clue. Riding off the success. Of, yes, this is exactly what I was thinking. Yes. All right, I'm ready. Before. That's a that's a big clue. I said it costs fifteen point seven to make. Whoa, whoa, hold on one second, Matt. I got to adjust something. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's, not, it's, that. it's just I apologize, Kamar. Kamar is sullying the game. It's this is with an asterisk now. I apologize. Yeah, you're like the fucking Astros. I can hear the tin. I can hear the the garbage can Astros being banged on. I, I, re- I readjusted. Thank you. <laughs> Deflate gate. Here we go. Yeah, I had fifteen point seven to make. Uh, and I wrote 122. And I, those were my, like, pre-Kamar saying anything. Okay. I wrote 9.8 million to make. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good And guess. then I was going to go 82 million, but because of Kamar's statement, you I jacked bumped up to, it up to 118. Oh, okay. Oh, boys. You prices right me, you fucking... It cost $26 million to make. All right, I was closer. That's way too much. I was and closer. made $181 million. Whoa, so your whoa. number's right. They just weren't in the yeah, right order. Not in the right wow. spot. There you go. Woohoo, Charlie. I, I yeah, guess that was, his, that was his coming hey, out party for and Hollywood. and by the way, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, competitors. That was inappropriate. When you think about it, though, like I feel like the spoof is a... Like a lost art. That was a very 90s art form. 
like well, the 90s. I mean, they the, did it. What with, Robin Hood um, men in tights. There was so many spoofs it, in the 90s. It's true. And then it became. Scream. Well, then it, it became. became scary um, movie. Yeah. Scary movie. Yeah. Type. I guess but those were it, in the 2000s. They became too much, you know? Yeah. Like the spoof before, like uh, Major League. It was a spoof, but it. Felt like a real movie. You know what it might have been? Tropic what was, Thunder. Do, do what you understand was the name what of it? Yeah, I do. I, I can't believe I just said that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what was the name of Jobu? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Jobu. <laughs> Major League was incredible, first well, did, of all. Major League was a great movie. But what I'm, what I'm saying is uh, scary movie. At no point do you feel like that's a real movie. It's so over the it top. It just feels like a spoof from start to finish. Major League, yes, is a spoof. But it's a real but is movie. It, a spoof? it stands on Hold its on. own. I don't it, think it is. It's not really a spoof, but it's a spoof on like baseball, on baseball. type no, movies. I don't think it's a spoof. Because I thought his character was based on an actual baseball player. Oh, no, I don't think so. Well, I'm pretty sure it was. Like Eastbound and Down is a spoof. But Eastbound and Down is but based I, on John Rock. As I realized, Tropic Thunder is a spoof to end all spoofs. Yeah, it, it make, it, and it broke the it wall. It spoofs everything. Right? It breaks so. the walls. It brings the thing. Yeah. So the, oh, it was a it, yeah. That was it a definite spoof. The bar that so really was high. a great. Uh, I wouldn't even call that a spoof, but it's. Uh, it but, is though the way it opens with the three movie ads. It's definitely it a spoof. Is, it, 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 it is. I think so. And, and it's, it's just set the bar so high. Anywho, that's the movie game. Thank you for playing at home, and we'll uh, we'll go back and revisit what Matt's thought about it. No, that was a terrible idea. We're not going to do that. Yeah, it's an awful you. idea. Just play along at home, and you could be part of the show, too. So this time, uh, they're talking about jujitsu. He brings up Bourdain and was able to hold the tears back. Well, I mean, what, is he going to cry every week about this? Like I thought on. he was going to. Okay. It was just... Uh, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just, like, you know, you can only be so emotional for so long about something. Before. And who knows the timeline of the Valentine Thomas to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't know how they got on, but... Uh, Dizzy Gillespie. Gillespie. Dizzy Gillespie. Have you ever seen him? Yeah. Like the neck fills up. Yeah. It's not just the cheeks. It's like his skin separates from his body. It's crazy too, because when you think about, like Joe was saying, I played the trumpet. When they teach you to play the trumpet, you're like, yeah, it's a pursed mouth. And there's this guy who is inflating like fucking, his yeah, whole head. like a blowfish. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The neck was crazy. I never realized that. I thought it was going only all the way down. his cheeks. But yeah, it's just, he kind of inflates his whole head up. And then Joe's like, look up the proper way to, let's see if he's homeschooled. Like, that was just a let's weird if he's deep homeschooled. dive. <laughs> they were looking for the embouchure. Oh, very well said. Very well Listen said. Listen to this <laughs> fucking guy. This is it. <laughs> But I told you when I played trumpet, yeah. it was in school band, grade yeah. seven and eight. And the only reason you would go into band You didn't is, go to Hopewell, did you? Yeah. Because oh, you wanted to go to Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, that of was course. like the I didn't get to go. The pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And we were so bad that year in trumpet that we all pretended to play. We yeah. would just make our fingers go. Yeah. yeah. There was only one trumpet in the whole That's thing hilarious. that actually played. You know? no one could hear like it just sounds. You great. can't tell once you're going. You know? I picked trombone for three reasons. One, I realized right away that I could just get someone who could read music to write the position above the note, and that would get me. But yeah, so like one, two, oh, three, four, one, one, four, four. Like then the other thing I realized is like you, I was like I can just not blow into this thing. And move the same hand movement that the person beside me is moving. But then Miss Wyawata got like hip to that. Mm. 
And she'd be like, every trombone, stop. Matt Floyd only. And be like, oh, fuck me. But I, Matt again. didn't even have a mouthpiece in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, though, I remember, like, the girl beside me knew I didn't know how to play. So she, like, when I got singled out, she'd still be moving her hand, like, on the low. Like, one, four, one, two, one, four, one. Anywho. Sorry, I, back to the I, I tried clarinet. Just reeds are very anything with the reeds. Oh yeah, yeah, reeds were a nightmare. Um, I thought it was amazing though. I was like, you just take a bunch of kids and are gonna like just expect me to pick up the flute. Well, think about how much spit you would take out of like your spit trap. Oh my god, the spit valve! Jesus Christ, man, they could never do that now. It's like a baseball game. COVID measures around. Even then, how much are those? Like, think about how much the music room. You know what, dude? Now no, that I think about it. Those things are so old, man. They never replaced no, the No, they did sometimes. Dude, they... we used to steal the fresh ones and go right to cash converters down the street. Holy fuck. Well, this is why our fucking yes, education system true. can get nowhere. <laughs> it's so true. Dinks like this, you don't even graduate and steal all the musical <laughs> equipment. I, I hear entrepreneur. Um, for how badass Andy Stump is, I thought it was interesting that he's uh, allergic to needles or afraid of needles. Any fear of needles here? I'm not. Uh, it's not a fe- like I, I'm not one of these people that's like, ooh, yeah. I don't let's go love, get an I injection. I can sit there and take it. Yeah. Could you give yourself a needle? <coughs> Oof. Okay. There yeah, we go. that would be tough. I, I, think. Th- I think I could. I don't have to. Thank my God. my good friend Smitty, growing up, who lived across the street, he had diabetes and he had to inject like his stomach a couple times a day. And it was always like, I remember watching him and being like, this is just psychotic that he's, I'm sure once you get used to it, it's uh yeah, you know, but no, I wouldn't like that at all. No, it'd be terrible. That's why heroin addicts, like if you're an inject heroin addict, I'm like, good on you. That's a real commitment. I think that's how good heroin feels though. You overcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then they talked about the convoy, which uh, is still going uh, this week and it's going strong. I don't know if you saw what the police chief said, but he said, there's nothing we can do. Like it, this is this is going, and we can't do anything. So I mean, I did. I don't know if it's a bunch of gas. Sorry, Matt. No, I don't know if it's a bunch of gaslighting, but I've read some pretty shitty stories about like just people getting harassed and yeah. You know. oh no, who knows? But that's going to continue. If that is the truth, that's not. There's no. The police can't do anything about it. Like even logistically, how do you move forty uh, big rigs? Do, 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 like there's not. There's not enough tow trucks to all get him out of there. Like they, there's nothing they can do. So there's three options now. He either comes out like a man and tells him to fuck off. This is our Prime Minister Trudeau, which Joe so thinks is hiding in the states. if he comes out and tells him to fuck off, you think that's going to send the protesters Yeah, away? I think that'll work. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? No, he can do that. Okay. He can do that. Okay. He, sit down with them. Try to have a dialogue. You mean by fuck off, he brings the military in. no. That's his other option, which is going to be very messy and unprecedented, except for his father had a similar issue with the FLQ, but they were terrorists running around. They weren't. But then he kind of had the support of the whole country behind him when that was going on, right? Exactly. Nobody wanted those crazy Quebecers blowing things up. Or he resigns. Ooh, interesting. If he resigns, you think that's going to make them go away? Yeah. No fucking way, man. What, 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 that's what they want. Yeah, I get it, but like, think about it. So he, Trudeau, Trudeau resigns, and then what? They put some other liberal in charge who keeps the mandates going. You think they're just going like to drive away Like, they would have then? to give up the, just say conservatives are now in charge. That's what you mean. 
No, I, this is. Just, I don't even think this, legally this, that's how it works. I know it's not, but like you said, it's not like the person who would replace Trudeau is going to. That's a liberal policy. It's not a Justin Trudeau policy. This, this, this is this is. I mean, maybe it is. Who this knows? is precedent setting times. I think those are the only three options. I mean, well, I don't do understand your first option. I'm sorry. The he just comes out and says "fuck off," and then what bounces? That's what, what his dad would have done. At least have but, at least have a conversation with him, saying, "Look, guys, you're fucking up the country. We're gonna bring it back. I'm I'm so sorry. You're upset, but you can't do this anymore. It's something not hiding. You mean get in dialogue, not come out and tell them. To yeah, fuck maybe off. I'm. Uh, it's you're taking it too literal, like. I think uh, Chrétien or um, his dad, there's a couple guys that would do something. I guess my problem, my only problem with what you're saying, Kamar, is like you're going to give someone an audience who said their their next step is shooting people. Well, I mean, if they shoot somebody, then they're done. Then the army does like, come in. Then the, uh, a lot of people are going to jail. Again, I'm just saying, though, the, as a government policy, if someone is threatening violence like that i don't think as a policy you should give them the time of day you should, i don't think at that point you should sit down it's with like that. how you don't behind. negotiate with terrorists that's right? what he's not saying behind. these people are terrorists necessarily but um, but once there's a threat of violence there is a problem that's i agree with you i'm not saying they're terrorists either listen no i'm saying though that's why the american government doesn't um doesn't d deal with terrorists that way they they do not negotiate with them because then the next people are just going to come and do this again and they know that you're going to do the same thing. I had a conversation. You have to stay strong, right? With someone who did say, at the beginning of this pandemic, when it was for real scary, and no one knew what to do, truckers were heroes. They're getting their truck there. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now they're terrorists. So that's an interesting flip. I and just... Uh, <laughs> It's weird that it's trucker. It's it's restored my faith. This in the is country. way more than just a trucking thing because unless they're lying about the numbers that uh, most truckers are vaccinated, and this is just a really small minority of that group of people, you know. Well, listen, it's a lot of people because it's across the country. Well, this now. is what I mean. I don't think this has to thing. do with passport mandates now. It has nothing to do with whether they can get over the border that's, that's, or not. Like, well, but even then, that's across. You act like the U.S. has nothing to do with that, too. Let's say we end the mandate. They're saying the U.S. is a problem. You can't. You still can't get into the U.S. unless you're vaccinated. So, so you're whether we change it or not, you're supporting my case that it really has nothing to do with truckers and getting over the border. It has everything to do with this just being a way to. But the, through our conversation, no one's going to listen. They're like, you know what? We should just go home. They are saying we're staying till we get what he, we want, and the police are saying there's nothing we can do about it. So if it comes down to military, like. Are people going to get shot? Are people going to get rounded up? They're going to have to make some crazy um, camp to contain. Like, this is very, very interesting and not. I thought uh, when I left, this would be over by now. Yeah. But it's not. And it this could go a long time. We'll see what happens. Let's, let's move on, though. Oh, well, they talked then about freedoms being taken and not returned. Do you think you will take inventory of anything like that? Like, notice it? Because the, the big example was the shoes. Uh, yes, yeah, so you have a, to take your shoe shoes off. Yes, there was one everyone. shoe bomber, and now you have to take your shoes off forever. Like, so let me ask you, what 
freedoms do you believe you first you have to take inventory what freedoms? i don't know that that was my point yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying is you have to take inventory first and say well what freedoms have i lost in the last uh, two i have years? to wear a mask so i don't have the freedom to choose whether they do that so right away i would say that one is not here to stay i don't think so and I, even i that, think service industry it might last longer like trains or planes i think those people might have to wear it longer yeah and when it's sure it might yes it might stretch it longer in certain industries i agree with you but again i think someone even like you who you know, leans that way. You're even saying, I don't think this is here to stay. I don't. Uh, so another freedom would be the freedom just to travel. Like, Are you talking about freely within the country or freely to leave the country? Like, Well, so this was interesting because the person I talked to was Croatian. Mm -hmm. And they went back to Croatia, I think, in November. Yeah. And came back mm -hmm. and had to isolate in their house for two weeks. Under the threat that someone was going to come knock at your door and say, are you still here? They never came. And it really affected, like, they were bombed out. Do you know what I mean? And I guess he got just under the wire, because now you can't do that. The only way he gets back to Croatia right now, because his status is also unvaccinated. I, did, I, I was surprised he got out of the country and back. But it's... it's uh, well, it's because they can't... If you're Canadian, you can't be denied entry into the country. Then, now it's different. Apparently, according to him, and he said the only way he can get to Croatia now is if he drives across the border and he can fly out of America. That's his, his only option. Right now, he's sort of trapped in Canada, as is hmm. any unvaccinated person. So that seems a bit of a freedom that has been taken away that may never come back. But in Europe, they're starting to drop it all over the place. And I said to him, I said, I think you should go back to Europe. I mean, let's keep in mind, too, that has to, like, we could drop all mandates. We could drop everything. But another country could still say, you're not getting in unless you're vaccinated, right? So that's not necessarily a... But again, I guess you're you're talking about world freedoms in a way. So. But just freedom. Yeah, yeah, I'm with I, you. I, so the mask, the traveling. Yeah. I think, I, I guess getting into uh, establishments and not having to show something is a weird. I, I don't see that staying. Do you, honestly? The vaccine passports? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, those three things go. I feel like all freedoms that were taken are now returned. This is the thing. I don't really think, like, if this is a big conspiracy, I don't think it was about taking freedoms. I think it was about taking tons of money so that in the long run you have less freedom because well, you're broke. From what's going on next, uh, if this goes on for, like, a couple months, you're going to see a lot of police in Ferraris. Oh, for just for overtime they're working, they're and They're working, like, 18-hour yeah. shifts, and I think they make, like, 150 bucks an hour or something. Something ridiculous. I mean, I read an article the other day that was like, this is actually the perfect reason to defund the police because they're so fucking inept during a they're, time they're where just like... just walking back and forth. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but like Kamar said, what can you do if you go around arresting people? You're going to incite them in to make this something way worse than well, First of all, is, you can't so. arrest someone unless they're breaking the law. I'm there, not saying anyone should be... There have been arrests to the detriment of the protests, so... I mean, I look... Listen, there's always going to be a few assholes. Parking in the middle of the street is breaking the law. Like, I know it's not a murderous offense, but you can't just park your truck in the middle of a street. That. Yeah, I agree, but I guess in protests, like, you know... I look at it like this. There was Occupy Wall Street, and I was clearly fine with people staying in one place en masse for a long period of time. I can't be mad at these guys for doing pretty much the same thing. It's the same. I might not fully agree with their um, like stance or how they're doing it, but they have but the they right. They did it in a park, and they didn't like shut down streets and stuff, did they? I think they did. <laughs> but here's the other problem. Like, I'll, I'll give you this too, Simon. They're not blaring horns where people live. 
Like, no one lives in the financial district. I wouldn't mind if they stopped um, playing the horns. Or do it, like, from... Yeah, have hours. From 9 till 9. Listen, and there is such a mix of people with causes down there protesting that some of them are, like... If you wear a mask, if you're out wearing a mask, you are assaulting them in some way. Yeah. And then they assault you back. Like it, it, nah, I, I mean, again, I think, I think that is... I what? Think, you, you I, have I, I haven't. I haven't. Kamar, oh, I've, I've heard, heard, a, a, I've heard a few stories, but again... Assault? Hold on. Yeah, but, but just... I think it's the outliers. Like, there's always a few fucking loons within the mix, right? So there's always going to be a few assholes. There's always going to be a few outliers. You also don't know the full story. Maybe the guy with the mask was being, you know, antagonizing. Who knows, right? Like, the one thing I'll say is, you there's at least six or seven guys, twenty four hours a day, are walking around with phones on YouTube. Yeah, for just, sure. Just live streaming. If yeah. anyone wants to see what's going on, as far as shutting down the whole city, it's it is inconvenient. But if you've been down there, it's just Wellington to uh, the Rideau Center. I mean, it shows you precisely why we well, should have built a, sub, a fucking subway 25 years ago. This wouldn't even be an issue. Hey, I took no train, no What problem. do you mean? They're parked down Kent Street. Like, it's more than just there. I, I, they weren't when I was there. Who knows what, what's happened? But it, it seems sort of somewhat contained. The police have put some barriers. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, um, our city's what do they not wa- happy about what it. What do they want? Like, they is want there Justin Trudeau like to a, resign and the mandates. Is there away. a leader of this who's yeah, like Pat voicing King, people's concerns? And I think he's a super white supremacist, so that fucks him as well. That's um, the leader of the group? Yeah, he's kind of taken the... He, well, I don't know. It's not that organized, Simon, but this guy seems to be the mouthpiece and the guy with the tattooed neck. The thing is, it's not that organized, but it is that organized that there's people bringing gas, bringing food, like prepared for a long haul and you i'll say this much it is it is not a good time to be protesting so it is this really week. It gotta, is, it's gonna be mild this week well the last two weeks but it's look, been a, it's freezing cold you're honking horns constantly that has got a grate on your nerves at some point even the people in the protest yeah, no, you know it, it has shown their resolve though that yeah. they did this and we'll see like it'll be fucked up if they're there in june to say that and it's sort of you can kid yourself and think it's winterlude because our city has a big festival because we have a long skating week in the world and they cancel winterlude this year because of covid but if you go down there it's it's, it's a party uh unfortunately it's um, white supremacist winterlude <laughs> like last night i was watching just on the youtube and they've got techno music and oh i saw that too yeah yeah they're fucking they're having a gay old time it looks sort of if i if i was younger i'd be down there every oh, single be night, hammered down yeah there. i would be um Looking for some unvax pussy. What was the sign I saw? I saw a guy driving. <laughs> I saw a guy. I saw a guy. Sorry, Simon. Guy, I'm sorry, Simon. I saw a guy driving down the street in a truck, obviously, with fuck Trudeau all over it. And he has a giant sign in the back that says unvax sperm is the next Bitcoin. <laughs> I saw that. Someone was trying to tell me they're not taking. And I looked it up, but I couldn't find anything, which sort of leads into my next point. But uh, they're not. They weren't taking uh, vaccinated blood. But that's not true. Yeah, of but course it, that's not had true. Had it been true, though, it would have been quite the conspiracy theory. But, like, the fact... So what, they're going to stop taking all blood? Like, 90% of the world's blood? Well, well you know they wouldn't take gay men. Yeah, blood yeah I know. So that's not crazy. There's, there was another one they wouldn't take either. I can't remember what the stipulation was. It's not, like, was. out of the realm of possibility, but it's just the... I, they told me that, and I had to fact-check it. 
but then the fact check needs to fact check the fact. Like yeah, who's, yeah. who's the fact checking? Yeah, who's fact checking the fact? Who's fact checking the fact checking fact checker? Like it's there's no way you can know anything. That's gonna be the title of my so much information. Who's I mean, Kamar, I feel like as much as you might despise the mainstream media or media in general, I feel like someone would have some someone legitimate on Substack would have picked up on the fact that they're not accepting vaccinated blood anymore, no, right? I, like, I I believe it. I, yeah. I don't believe that's true. Yeah, yeah. On my cursory, <laughs> of course, yeah. You got to do your smell test, right? Uh, Andy did ask Joe how he's doing. Like, so how are you doing? Like with all this, and Joe's like, oh. <laughs> I'm like nothing's happening. Besides well, the fact that he was sick hadn't like a dog. Happened yet? No, I think he's he he knew what was going on at the time and um, was just saying I don't read the comments, so I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what the timeline of these episodes. We do not. Were, so. We do not. We do not. But I I think it's in the middle of it, and he was just like, oh well, fine. Besides this, he, he was sick. I really felt he was sick. Maybe at top speed it was. I listened to this in um, normal speed because I was on the train. I had nothing else to do. Um, Francis Nagano. Mm -hmm. I would like to see him fight. Tyson Fury? I would like to see that. I think that would be awesome. I think he'd get killed. And I think he would get a payday worthy of... Oh, he deserves the... I think he should take the fight even if he knew he was going to get killed. I mean, it would make more sense to have him fight DeAndre... um, What's his name? Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder. What are you, racist? No. They're two guys who put people out with one punch. Oh, sold as that. Yeah, yeah, That would be amazing. It would be like, no matter what, someone's getting knocked out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Dante before uh, Tyson had his way with him. No, I think it's even better now because... Um, I mean, Ganu isn't a great boss. I was just going to say, so I'm with Simon too. It's like a proving odds. ground. You're fighting a less talented, like you're literally going up against I think arguably it's a great, the best heavyweight. I think heavyweight. it's a great fight, man. But, yeah, I agree. But good, like good they said, it's, Thanks, it's, it's a one hit away. If Francis knocks out Tyson Fury, it's just been he's Francis the, knocks he's out. the double champ. He's the champ champ, yeah. but in two separate yeah. sports. So, so that's, wow, that, I think that's, that's never that's been done before. The big, big one. If Francis knocked out Tyson Fury, all UFC pu- fighters all of a sudden get paid. Like they're all sending Francis and gone to a bouquet of flowers because there's no way at that point Dana White can't re-sign him for a staggering amount of money. It's impossible. But he's not going to knock out Tyson. And get I the and fuck did out you here. did you guys watch the fight? Which one? Well, I, I guess his knee was gone. And yeah, he I watched. These, he had I watched these two the fight. bands yeah. on. Yeah, Francis Ngannou did yeah. and won. But anyone who gets in the cage, Stipe, all the they are my heroes too. Dude, you got like, balls like, of fucking yeah, no, steel. Are so you kidding me? You, you, do you know what I mean? Like to stand there and like give Dude, it a go. Like, seeing the predator coming towards you in that smaller ring. It's very Fuck impressive. It's that. very impressive that, that there's guys out there that are willing to do that because he seems so ferocious. Forget that. Come on. We're not to do it for so little money. Like think about uh, well, it. Well, that's, that's you, still a disconnect to me because I don't know how much, but I do know from our discussions they they do not make. Just let me ask you: If I said to you right now, would you step in the ring with Ngannou for fifty million dollars? Your yes. answer is yes. Across, would, I still some pushing me. Okay, how about this? Would <laughs> and you? And you're in running down my leg. How about this? Would you do it for five hundred grand? Right now, yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, and, and but that's how much that guy got. No, Cyril Gain didn't. I don't think he got less in that. I think he did. Yeah. If somebody gave you like thirty grand right now, you wouldn't fight Nagano. I'd I'd take thirty grand for you to kick me in the balls as hard as you could right now. 
I'm sort of in that that area. <laughs> that offer the is spot. on the table, That's by the, the way. You'd spot. rather be kicked in the balls as hard as somebody can than have somebody knock you out? I've just been doing some personal finances, and 30 grand is a, a very magic number for me right now. Um, it was sort of weird. It sort of almost sounded racist because uh, Andy then went and said, like, well, if you see Francis Nagano in an alley, you're going to want to have a gun. And that got into a whole bunch of gun talk where Andy trashed Brian Callen. Why Terrible is, at Why shooting. is that racist, though? I you see know. a giant black man Andy in an alley, you better shoot first, ask questions if later, If I saw Tyson son. Fury in an yeah, alley, I'd want to have a gun, too. I don't. If you were walking down an alley by yourself and any giant was there. Exactly. I, I, just, I don't think Andy Stump like <laughs> is racist. I think if you're the kind of person who's walking down a dark alley at night, you kind of have what's coming to you. There are ways to get to where you're going without taking that Yeah, like I've never understood that. I've never looked at an alley at night and been like, this two-minute shortcut is fully worth it. Yeah, that's just white privilege talking. Oh, is it? Yeah, you don't have to go through alleys. (laughs) You're fucking... You're a piece of shit. We probably want to wrap this up soon. Yeah, we do. Go on. Uh, on. So, no, no, you were going to say something before. I so rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. What was was it? he got into gun talk. Said, said, uh, uh, Brian doesn't know how to oh, shoot Brian shit. Callen. Brian shoots like a pussy. Isn't it interesting that I suggested to do a throwback of Brian Callen because he's never going to be on again. So that's the only time we'll ever get him back on, you know, talking about him. Uh, well that, and then they yak all about him. He ruins the surprise, eh? But uh, He did. He really stepped on the lead there. Maybe, maybe we didn't even have a plan to reveal that, but we'll, we'll get into that further on. Um, what is, throwback? Is Brian Cowan coming on? Nothing. Forget it. It's Mars like resting his head on the mic. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I I did not communicate. You you picked up what I was saying there. I did. Yes. Did yes. Um, we're gonna do. It. I pro- got it. Oh, Just sorry. go on. It's <laughs> fine. Jesus. Then they talked about crazy shootings, and don't you just zone out as a Canadian? Like some guy's shooting out of his car through his windshield. Just all these things are not possible in our society. So yeah. it's like, it, it immediately sounds like a gun problem to us. Like if you didn't have guns, this shit would happen. But to them, they're like, you have guns, so you need guns. It just, I always zone out with the gun talk because I have no place to say it. That was ridiculous. Did you watch that video of the uh, guy? Yeah. Like, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> but keep in mind, it's Florida. Florida. hold on. You can't Florida. tell if that hold person on. had a gun who was coming up. It never gets close enough. He just starts fucking firing. That's the second video of its kind in a year out of Florida, too. You realize oh, that, right? There was That's a video that's come out of the internet. I'm sure there's many okay, shoots that's true, that yeah. all the time. That's just people with dash cams that are shooting their own windshield out. Listen, if you live outside of Toronto in Canada, it's it's obscene to think of that happening. Except now, for some reason, I mean, it, that's the violence that would happen in Trudeau, right? Someone down there has a rifle hidden in their truck, and if he came out, they'd shoot him. That, that's the fear? Someone has a rifle hidden in their truck? Many You're people saying have, that like that's a... Uh, many people have... You, you think? Oh, I think so, man. I truly don't I, believe I any... I, I truly don't believe more than one or two of those people would actually shoot the prime minister. But do you think that some of those people have the means right now? Like there's guns down there? I'm sure there are, yeah. Well, you're allowed, if you have a license, you're allowed to have a rifle. You don't think people are just, you know, transporting their hunting rifle around with them? I I really hope that's not the case. And I I think I might be naive and that might be the situation and that would be really bad. I think that there's, uh, look, I don't know. Then uh, Andy backtrack and said, I don't know why I'm shitting on Brian. He's like my favorite person. It was a weird, weird thing. Camo's always been cool. Sorry. I, I just, before we jump over Brian. 
No, we're doing what Joe does. We're oh, totally ignoring just, him. Yes. Okay, I guess that's where Who? we're at now. We what? Just, we talk about him and Who? never mention why he's never coming back on the show. Yeah. Even though he used to be on like once every two months. He was the most on guest. Well, what are we doing? We're throwing out conspiracy. Did he hit on this Rogan drunk one night? Joe's or I think whoever said it last time, Joe. Separation because he got a new wife and left the family. I mean, or Brian said, Joe, I love you so much. I don't want to contaminate your show, but you would think it would be over by now. I don't know, man. I'm lost. I'm lost. With well, the they're in the same boat together now, so maybe he'll be back. Um, Joe was trying to think that it was 9-11 that caused camo, but eight years old, everyone was wearing camo. What? What do you mean 9-11 caused camo? He was like, why? Because make it sound like camo is cancer. 9-11 cam- caused camo. Camo become like something people wear. Yeah, it's true. Camo's always been a fashion statement. As long as I've as long as I've been had alive. Sixty army jackets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I did not see. Th- what oh they no! Were but when about. did they start wearing camo? It wasn't for World War <laughs> Since II. Vietnam. It was Vietnam. But that's what I'm saying. In the '90s, pre 9/11, I remember tons of people wearing rocking camo. Everything. Camo's always been a thing. That's yeah. what I thought. But, it, but I mean, Joe was doing I too much jujitsu to be paying attention. They thought there was a uh, some sort of flashpoint that made camo cool. Mm. There's got to be a better What's way. What's your favorite type of camo? Traditional. Oh, yeah, traditional. Mm-hmm. I, My I, least favorite you don't is like that the pixelated Arctic. One. I was into that for a bit because our friend was really into it, yeah, but yeah. I don't I, see what I, he I sees. Never, I never loved it. Yeah. <laughs> he got it just so much. It's, it's good it's, for the Matrix, though. Like he, if you're he got tattooed on, so he can't it. see his forearm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's camo. You can't see it. Oh, I see. It's like when someone takes a photo of John Cena, and then you're like, where is he? <laughs> that John Cena show, hilarious. You're the only one. Um, okay, well, I cannot be the only one who thinks no, that's no, funny. I, I, I just, I don't. Are we going to talk about what we do in the shadows in the post show? I do not like his face. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll that get to it. That is a fucking amazing show. <laughs> we'll get I can't to find it. the movie anywhere. It's 2022. It's on Amazon Prime. It's no, 2022. It's not. Yes, it is. It's not. There's got to be a better way or safer way to catch crabs. There's <laughs> you'd think, honestly, <laughs> yeah. It's like losing fingers and getting frostbite. Um... How how off how long could you drink margaritas on the beach for? If money's not an option, right? I know that shows how weird Jordan Peterson is. Like, what a day, two days. If I didn't feel like I was, you know, neglecting some sort of duty or something, I could do it forever. I think so. I don't I think understand so. what people like. That's the only reason why. It's because I feel guilty. That's what keeps me. I know it's weird. like yeah. how long? How long could you relax on the beach with weed, worry free? I don't know indefinitely. Forever. Like, this yeah. is what I'm. What saying. are we doing here? Like so. that's maybe right when he asks about happy. Yeah, that is what I'm driving at. 100. So percent It's so weird though. You're that asking me how long I want to be happy for forever, especially <laughs> yes, in the 80s. Or in the 80s, for sure. 90s, early 90s. That was always the thing of the movie. Like, I just got to get this money. Then I'm getting a boat and just gonna be in the Caribbean for us. Like. It's true, though. It's like all about how you, how you ask it. Matt, how long do you want to be happy for? Yeah, forever. Yeah, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, from now until I die. Yeah. So Jordan Peterson can suck a ball. Yeah, I mean, I get what he's pressing at. Like, you know, you're going to, like, you're not just sitting on the beach 247. You're going to yeah, do something. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. No, no, like, listen, you're going to go back to your place. You're going to watch something. You're going to well, have... I'm not living on the I get beach. it, but that's what I'm saying, is he acts like you're just... I you don't have know. means. No, you what he's means. saying is how long can you go not having to fucking work? Yeah. Uh, that's what he's driving if, at? If I could golf and drink margaritas all day and not have to worry about money, like, done. And Dude, done. I don't even like golf, and that sounded great. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, make make up of that mini putt all day. Fine. No, I'll learn to golf. I don't care. If that's the deal, I'm in. But yeah, forever. Forever. Indefinitely. Forever, yes. Like if you're asking me, Matt, have you ever not enjoyed a sunny day on the beach with weed? It's never happened. Or we're just we're just not high functioning as some of these guys out there are. And yeah. I don't like this whole beach thing. They like I don't love the beach. I would pick somewhere else to be. I think the beach is the just lake. Gonna, you know, the lake, but metaphor. then the winter. Sure. Not a metaphor. It's interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Analogy. For, yeah. I'm not even sure that's it. You know, uh, something. For they, they, uh, they something for something. Did they talk about Florida for a second and Florida beaches? Because I always love when I go to Florida in like March or February. You always go to the beach and you can see exactly who's Canadian. Because, like, there'll be a tanned person walking the beach in a sweater and shorts. And you're like, that guy's... Oh, it's got to be nice weather for the locals, too. Precisely. Yeah. But Canadians are, like, pasty as fuck and well, sitting out there. Well, coming from this. Well, that's it. Yeah. So we're like, oh, my God, it's 10 degrees. This is, this is incredible. Frozen tundra of <laughs> misery and pain. Yeah. yeah. That makes the beach extra appealing. But if you were there, maybe we'll get tired of sand. Maybe. Um, you know, we talked about for the uh, now controversial Dr. Epstein or whatever his name is. Yeah, Malone, Epstein, yeah. The monitoring Ep- of data. And stuff. Oh, that was Epstein, yeah. The monitoring of data. China's doing it. The ch- kids. And he's pretty sure the American government's doing it. I don't care it's being done. I just want my readout. Like, is that too much to ask for? There should be a way to... What do you know about me? What, what can I... Everybody should be able to see their files. I think so. I think so. This is one thing I like about Andy Stump is... He clearly, I mean, again, he's an ex-SEAL. He's on Joe Rogan. He clearly leans right. I wouldn't call him far right at all. I would call him center right. But he's like, he's pretty level-headed in a lot of stuff. Like He's, this he's con- killed someone. Yeah, yeah, of course. But like this conversation is a good example. When he was talking about Trump and Biden, he's like, I, you don't want either of these fucking idiots running the country. Like that's the kind of opinion I can respect where... This guy's probably going to vote conservative, and that's fine. He's well within his rights to do so. I understand why he would, but he at least has the wherewithal to be like, this ain't the guy. He also Neither lives is in, this guy. But he also lives in Montana. Yeah, and good for so him. That's it's beautiful so far there. removed. Yeah, like, he course. does not give a fuck Amazing. about anything. Yeah. But that was it. That's is I, Yellowstone country. I will say that. Kamar is leaving this podcast. I was like, I at least have a good respect for Andy Stumpf. He's, he's just a bit of a dick. Sure, but he's a, at least he's a level-headed dick. Uh, he, the, the, the Afghanistan, Fahim Anwar just never made it up. You know, he was on the show twice. He just, he's like the, the comedian version of a Susan Santos. Yeah. Um, you're defined by what you're doing, not what you've done. I think a lot of people get caught up in like the past and mm-hmm. gotta look forward. I really like when guys like, uh, I think you guys remember, uh, Arian Foster. Yeah. Was like, I play football. I'm not a football player. Mm-hmm. People got to sort of like. I can stuff. fight a mountain lion. Arian Foster also insanely was like, if I could go back, I would never play football. Yeah, and I bet he's an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> well, he's black. So. I have no, Listen, reason, I have no when, reason to know that. Again, when I meet a black anti-vaxxer, you get a full pass. You get full fucking pass got, from Well, me. of course, you got a reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then Andy said the dumbest thing ever, and Joe called him on. He goes, if you did jujitsu by yourself, that'd be so gay. And yeah, what are you doing? You're just. <laughs> and she was like, I think the opposite is the gayest. What is that? That's just like this, where you stand in a corner. Yourself and you're I guess, I guess that could be gay. Imagine if you tapped. Oh, he got me. Pussy. <laughs> and, and yeah, that, that's it. That's Thank it God for, I got uh, this. Yeah, I do too. All right, well, let's rate it. I rate I, it too. There's no ground broken here. Andy, I found him more annoying than last time, but whatever. 
I give him a two and a half. I didn't. I I didn't mind him. Yeah, I give it a two. He's the man. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. He's the man. I'll never be. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I can. I can yeah. get behind. I'm that sure. Thing. I'm. I guarantee you, he can grow a beard. All right. Well, we are going to take God, a break. God has blessed him. Yes, in God. Ways. <laughs> um, we are going to pay a couple bills, and we'll be right back. Huge shout out to Freeze Pipe for sponsoring today's episode. Smoking cannabis doesn't have to hurt. And for colder, bigger hits, you guys got to check out Freeze Pipe. Freeze Pipe makes a freezable line of pipes, bubblers, bongs, and more. The secret is their freezable glycerin chambers. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour, and as smoke passes through this icy chamber, it is instantly cooled by over 300 degrees. The results will shock you, and you'll notice bigger, smoother hits without the throat burn or intense coughing. People who use freeze pipe report way less coughing, but everyone reports that these are the smoothest bong rips you will ever take. Smoking this good doesn't have to break the bank either. Stop overpaying for bongs that leave you with that dragon throat and come to the icy side, baby. If you're ready to take bigger hits without the chest or throat burn, go to freezepipe.com and use the code Joe for 10% off your next order. That's freezepipe.com and the code is J-O-E for 10% off everything in the store. Guys, go check them out. Thank you to Freeze Pipe. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by betterhelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, Do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, It's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, You can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, This is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, As well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, We know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, No one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, They may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Guys, you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, Anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, The website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, They have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, If you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. 
Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. <sighs> Welcome back. Oh, I thought you were talking about a guest. No, he's calling me a chump. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank you to uh, BetterHelp and to Freeze Pipe. Go check both of them out. There will be a link in the motherfucking description. Kamar, I'm so sorry for cutting you off there, Freeze sir. Pipe, I is that the gun. to stop pipes from freezing? Could you have used that service? No, this is a smokable pipe that you freeze, so it's oh, like... Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, they are, and they're a return uh, advertiser, so go check them out for sure. But yeah, it's a pipe that you freeze, and you know how you oh like... Oh my God, I just had the best idea ever. Um, okay. You know how you like Simon you used to drop ice cubes in a bong? It's like the oh, same. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, but you just smoke it right out that's, of the thing. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Freeze pipe, idea. check them out. Incredible idea. There you go. Sorry, Kamara. A double apology for cutting you off twice. <laughs> no need, man. Uh the information has to get to the people. Uh 1772, long time coming. I think Simon's very excited. Randall right wing Carlson. No, it's right right wing Randall Carlson. Right wing Randy, his friends call him. I feel now, correct me if I'm wrong. This is just an assumption. I make a lot of guesses, and I'm often wrong. I feel like you've been waiting for this. You probably, when it popped up, other than it being on a Saturday, you were excited for this. Although I feel like you most likely did not love this episode. I just... As much as you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It, it, you were right on all accounts. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah. He, he's not like if... Um, what's Graham Hancock? Yeah. For me, that's like uh, if we're rating guests, you know that's what I mean? That's the real guess. He's a nine, gotcha. and this guy's like a four. Just in the scale of, so I like him. I like the things he's talking about, but he bores the goddamn shit uh, out oh, of me. Worst it's delivery fun. system ever. And that was the problem, sorry, Kamar, when he was on with uh, Graham before, and the last time, like, it goes on forever because he spends so much time talking about his, like, whatever. I like his, I like what he's talking about. But it's just, you know, delivery, all in delivery. I feel like he's like play-by-play uh, play and Graham is color yes, commentary. Yeah, you got it. Come on, great, so great, great, great work, great work, man. Great work. Way also, I, I realized listening to this, this is a fucking, I'm, I don't know why I just swore there, but this is a visual podcast. I, I watched just, it. There's just too many references that he keeps pulling up. Like you're, none yeah, of you it. Can't, none of it was interesting. You no, didn't no. need it. Even when he pulled it up, Kamara didn't show you anything. It does. It they do, were just. It doesn't. Like, no, but the point is, you can't. It's tough describing like the lines on rocks that descri- that have like mineral deposits. You know what I mean? You, Kamara's right. You need to see it. But even then, like, it, it yes, do, it's it a very make dry sense topic or, or help like understand more, but. Every five seconds, he was bringing up a slide or, or, right. or something. Let's get into it. We found out Jamie wasn't in control in this one. Jamie had his Google taken away because they were running through uh, Randall's Slides. Uh, computer or, or whatever. I thought that was interesting. He rode 1,000 miles to get there, and he was going to see a- He rode? Like, he drove. Oh, drove. He drove. Oh. I don't know. Actually, I, maybe, well, I assume he hasn't been vaccinated, so he's not going to fly. I, I assume at this point he, he probably- would believe he on horseback if he told me, though. That I would believe it, too. Bar. Yeah, 100%. He wanted to go see the Balls Cave Meteor Impact Site, which is on private property, which is very interesting in that how many things are on private property, you know what I mean? They just, and people don't want access to or, or, or for whatever reason. He said this particular couple, because of COVID, didn't want people going there. Could be something else. What I want to know, what I want to know too, though, is like, you, brought, you bring up a good point. We know that that guy spoke about if, uh, 
if they're like excavating a city project and they come across like remains yeah some sort of native burial ground they have to like stop they have to get a team in to look at it like what happens on private property like let's say you're you decide you get a permit for a barn i assume on private property you still need a permit and you start building the barn and you unearth like i guess you just, I think you're supposed to call someone you just keep you're on the low to, yeah but i mean and how right it's not an interesting question well yeah and i think it depends on what you find if you find like an artifact well i was gonna say come on you'd probably be smart to call someone because again like if you had a full intact T-Rex, I assume that's worth a, a bit of change. Definitely depends on what you find. because It is. One, millions and millions of dollars. One thing you find could shut down what you want to do. Yeah, but I mean, if it shuts Lose down your, your barn, possibly. if it shuts down your barn building and you make $3 million and you build the barn like half a click west. It's hypothetical. But yeah, um, so how many caves do you think they're on the planet? How many caves? So many. So many. When you look at like cave systems of the United States, it's... On a, on a everywhere, a very late uh, research, it said that there's over seventeen thousand caves in America alone. Yeah. So, and there was a time when we, well, not us, but someone caves was the abode of choice. Do you yeah, know what you I mean? Fucking... Just how how caves happen and exist are like. Without caves, maybe we don't get here. Those psychopaths. I get sweaty palms equally watching, like people doing dumb shit up on a roof as I do watching people go in like a really tight cave. Spelunkers. Spelunkers. Dude. Oh, it's the worst. And if there was no caves, there'd be no COVID. Because of the bats. Because of the bats, potentially. Didn't but I don't come from a bat. That. Didn't it come from a pangolin? Didn't it come from a lab? Dun, dun, dun. Put a warning on the Spotify. Sorry, that's misinformation. Uh, the thing about this podcast is time is so irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? Like 3,000 years is, or three weeks is a half a second or, or, or whatever well, you want. your life is so irrelevant. The 80 years you live on yeah. this planet and it's so all-encompassing to us, you know? Like it's all, of course, to everybody, it's your time here. But I mean, like, look, when they show you, you know, our time compared to... The meter stick. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so, like so the, the, throughout thinner this, than a piece of paper. Throughout this, when he says quickly, or it, it's just it's it's hard to wrap your head around. But he was talking about the younger Dryas era. Mm -hmm. You can support that, which is about. Uh, <laughs> well, you're the resident expert in this. Well, we all listen to the same thing. I yeah, mean, it's thirteen thousand to eleven thousand years ago. Uh, something happened. There was an impact period for like a thousand years, he believes. Multiple impacts, up to ten. Some sort of disaster. But he also covered that it could be uh, external or internal. Yeah, it could have been a volcano maybe, or it could have been a meteor. Yeah. But he thinks it was a meteor. Uh, he mentioned in Canada, 35,000 years ago, there was a forest. And then there was a mile of, of permafrost. I don't know if you saw that slide, but one of the major spots was all of Canada. Above the United States and, and Mexico. <laughs> it's crazy to think like, I mean, that's so long ago, but even like 10,000 years ago, the Sahara was plush, plush jungle. Plush, yeah. Like just, it's, it's crazy. What's crazy to think is that like, it's 15,000 years and we're still a frozen fucking tundra. Up here? Yes. But yeah, it, but not with yes, a permafrost layer. But even there was a time when this wasn't. He was saying they were farming in Greenland. Mm -hmm. 
So the numbers are so hard. He said it took roughly 25,000 years for the ice to melt, which seems like a long time, but it isn't. Again, you know what I mean? Because he's saying it's on and off, seasonal. But that doesn't make sense to his thing because for the ice to melt. Well, he said it takes a lot of energy to melt that much ice. Like, like over, overall, like the whole planet was basically covered ice. And it took 25,000 years. Oh, I see. At the beginning, gotcha. He's saying this is relatively quickly. Again, this is why these numbers are are hard to to grasp. Do you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, he said multiple uh, impacts, 10 over the course of 10,000 years. Like, it just... The annoying part of this to me was that Randall really believes now in, like, ancient civilizations and all this, like, great stuff. And all they focused on was... The younger, driest. Yeah, theory. his real like technical stuff, you know. Well, I just think that's what you talk about. What you know, uh, he also he didn't want to talk about Atlantis really, but he he said if you do care, I have a sixteen hour. God help me! Oh my well, God! God was, help you! If it you was mostly because he was saying that guy was wrong. Uh, the dude who was on a couple of weeks ago or months ago, remember? Yeah, I didn't feel like he said exactly that. He just he just said uh, he he. I thought he it was said they have a difference of difference of opinion. He said that's not the spot. That's what he you know. Well, he said the spot was Nova Scotia or off the coast of Nova Scotia, which I thought was very interesting. Again, very. I was just going to say that doesn't really play very well though when you think of like the lost city of Atlantis. Where is it? It's just off of Nova Scotia. Well, yeah, assholes. but the Earth was different back then. I too, understand. Right? I'm you being know, a fucking things hadn't shifted. I'm being a twat. Maybe, but he Do you believe uh, in some of those maps, like the um, Piri Piri map. I think that's what it's called. Some crazy map that was written, you know, back in the whatever century, and it has um, the Ant- Antarctica shown without any ice on it. They have like all these different. Yeah, it's interesting. Is it much smaller landmass? I mean, no, who it's knows? A giant landmass, but. But the ice is more than it. I, I, what are we talking about here? But this know. is a drawn map, so they drew less yeah, ice. Yeah, apparently That's what he was doing was gathering like, draw palm uh, information from all like the most prominent maps of the time, I guess. Hmm. Putting together like... Uh, like they must have an idea from the top of Antarctica to ground. Whether that be a mile or two miles or... I mean, I don't know what how much is. ice there is now. Yeah, I'm sure they know. It's so interesting. Someone posted a photo the other day of them at the like at the exact South Pole, and I never thought about it. But they were like everywhere from here is north. Every single direct there is. I was like, oh, that's so fucking weird. That's as, so as weird. The North Pole. Yeah, you go up there. Yeah, everything so. south. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird. And unless we go there, we don't know if they actually exist. Oh, I guess you saw footage, so. Well, they could just be in like the Yukon for <laughs> all we know. What do you know. think doesn't exist? Antarctica. This round he believes that we're living on the firmament, remember? Yeah. The firmament, whatever what the fuck it's called. Here, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just the wall, the ice wall. Yeah. That's yeah. What yeah. yeah. Needless to say, I'm going to say it anyways. Randall feels it takes 16 hours for him to justify where he thinks Atlantis was. The scariest part was his like, when Joe was like, if you had to explain this like in not 18 hours... <laughs> And he he was like, well, I mean, wow, I mean, it, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tried to say, "I'll give you the five minute version," and it made no sense because he got caught up in explaining how rocks are cobbles. And well, it felt like he was looking at Joe, and he was going to be like, 
I'll give you the abridged five-hour version. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, please, God. What I thought was crazy, though, is one of the, like, points of evidence is Plato. Yeah. Plato, who lived in 423 BC. Like, what he knows. And that's, like, well, based on what Plato says... Well, yeah. and, and Plato knows, got his information from somebody else, right? He wasn't actually at these places he was writing about. He never saw Atlantis. He heard stories of Atlantis, apparently, from other people and wrote yeah, And then he drew a map. When you say writing, <laughs> was there paper? I don't think, there, I think this is still tablet shit. Okay. Well, hold on. When did Papyrus come along? It had to be after. It had to be. It had to be before. Let's do a little research. A little research. It research, feels like it had research, to be before four hundred. This is like that game timeline. When was paper? And yes, paper. it is. You're right. Timeline's a great fucking game. Anyways, come here. Where are you at here? He's checking papyrus. Oh, papyrus. How do you say it? Papyrus. Pap. Yeah. Papyrus. You yeah. got it. Papyrus. Sorry. I don't think it's papyrus. Well, I'm just. I'm. I'm just pronouncing words here, bud. I'm trying. I'm throwing shit at the wall. Okay. <laughs> figured event. <coughs> I figured eventually you'd stop me. Whatever 2,560 BCE is. It's BCE. So way before that, yeah. So paper's been around a while. So yeah. A long time. Then the the legends of Atlantis would have been passed on on some sort of scroll. It just feels like they'd have a... Maybe it was a paperback novel. Who the fuck knows what got lost in time? The only things you would really find now would be stone, stone tablets, things like that. He contends um, whatever happened in the Younger Dryas event to cause this rapid would eradicate any life on Earth. No, he said some people would survive. He says about 95%. Because he said that some places would be worse than others. And that this has happened multiple times. Which just He said at least 10 times, which, which is crazy to think about. But then he said something. Crazy to so think how about. many civilizations well, have come hold on. on? Was it 10? But here's the problem with, I had a big problem with one thing he said, is he was like, if this happens again, there would be absolutely no proof yes, of our... Ex- that's what he said. All plastic would be... How would all plastic be gone? I, I, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I don't but plastic know. takes, like, plastic has, like, a... It does not deteriorate. I think it's pulverized a mile into the planet. Hmm. Like... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It turns into oil it, before and, you find and it. And plastic doesn't disintegrate, like, you know, in nature during normal times, but who knows what happens during, you know, if if there's giant heat. I, I don't know. Giant heat. Oh, that's a great fucking... Well, if everything turns to lava or something, if it's a volcano, like, you don't think that's going to take care of plastic? It damn well is. Lava fucking... Well, yes, if plastic. lava covered the entirety of the Earth, I assume then... Yes, but that's like the only, I can't think of anything else where there would be no sign of plastic well, ever again. Well, one of the things he described is the possibility of, um, you know, an extraterrestrial. He used that a lot, but never meant alien. No, he meant coming not from Earth, like a yep, comet. Yep. That smashes so hard into the planet, it gets down to the mantle, and a whole nother layer oozes up. and just. Okay, again, yeah, sure. Lava, again, is like the only, but, but it just that... It, I have a tough time believing that anything other than like the earth being scorched by magma. Um, other than that, I just don't see how plastic. I, I, I understand. And, and again, we don't know. We only know. We have such a short time to know what happens to plastic. We don't know what happens to plastic after. It's only been around 10, for 10,000 years. years yes, but scientists. 2,000 years. Okay, fine. But scientists, again, they say that it has, that it will not 
Google it, Kamar. Let's figure this out. I'd rather not be. You know what I'm driving at, though. Yes, I get it. It's like the it's like the light bulb that lasts 200 years. Like, well, how do you fuck do you know it's? Yeah, and then the other one, the other thing would be um, maybe we're the first people to use plastic, and generations before. Well, no, of course uh, not. Listen, civilizations I, before us just never thought to do that. Simon, I'm totally. Or, I'm not saying. I'm not saying there couldn't have been eight, ten other civilizations that were wiped out before us. I'm not saying that. That's not what I was saying. There, I agree with you. They totally could have just not used plastic, but he seemed adamant that with all the plastic we've created, that if there was some extinction level event, that all that plastic residue or would just be gone. And I have a tough time believing that. That's all. The amount of landfills we have, like... I mean, well, we'll, we'll find out eventually. Well, I don't I think we will. Plastic was invented in 1907. Okay. That's not what we asked. Oh, well, that's an interesting point. That's just, it's not been around. <laughs> he just gave us a different fact. It's not been around that long. What, what, what where was it? How long does plastic last? <laughs> Take to deteriorate. Yeah. I think it's forever, isn't it? <laughs> well, this well, that's what guy. you were supposed to check. Yeah, not that's when what it you was were invented. on there, pal. Yeah. I thought we were. Just comes back with a totally different fact. That's a, yeah. a wicked way to end the conversation. I do enjoy that. Yeah, that is a good way to stop any conversation in its tracks. 20 to 500 years to decompose. That's a pretty wide berth, 20 to 500. I think so. That's newer that is nothing. You would be done with plastic in no well, time. Yeah, 500 years New, is nothing. Newer, newer plastics are probably designed to break down faster okay, or sure. whatever. So. Well, I was wrong. What are we even I'm worried about? Why are you recycling everything? If this shit is going to be gone in, what did you say? 500, 500 years? years? Yeah. Big fucking deal. That's true. Let's go. Start fucking You don't got to worry about... Um, go back to bed. The land, oceans are fine. Landfills? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, the planet's fine. Go back to bed. In any event, that if what he says is true, then all bets are off on who knows how advanced civilizations could have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. If yeah, these events happening. Any remains of it could have been. Maybe they got up to like um, Jetson level technology before. Dude, we could have been moving things. We could have been on like a level. Absolutely. But why then are we only, because why are we only finding the um, stone, the megalith? I mean, again, though, like fossil fuels still to me, like those are, there's fossil records of something being alive millions of years ago. That's my only contention to. What does that mean? Well, again, he's saying like plastics, for example, after 500 years that, you know, there'd be zero sign of anything, but we know that there were these giant creatures walking around millions of years ago. And that if we dig deep enough in the right spot, we will find them. Right. So that's my only. So maybe it, it really is that we're the first ones to use plastic. It has nothing to do with plastic. I'm just talking about in general, like you might. Evidence of existence. Yes, precisely. Like evidence of some sort of. Life, anything. Again, like some sort of, you know, petrified, mummified, I don't know, anything. Well, that's, uh, but I think he sort of, how hard do you think it is to kill a mammoth? I think it'd be pretty easy. Are you nuts? If you a couple boys and some spears. I think, you know, if you had a good crew, a couple of dudes. I don't think it goes fast. Like, well, 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 again, it's like hold an on. elephant. How many people do you think without weapons, he's with only was, spears and shit? It's very difficult. And mil- 12, there was a woolly mammoth for every person on the planet. And where's the saber toothed tigers? Where's the mastodon? Like all these things. I think this is to your point. Like there should be more. They were here in mass numbers. 
and you can't find any of them. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that human beings could wipe out all of those animals. The idea that they came down and just took out everything in their path is a crazy idea. That's mm-hmm. what you're driving at? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, Kamar, the question too is like, how long would it take us to kill the first one? Because I think once you, you know, you, we get good at stuff. Yeah, and again, like, look how we, they, look how uh, they killed the buffalo. Like, you, yeah. can, you can do that. You could, but... To, to his point, you don't just eradicate species. That's the, the, you don't kill that much. Again, this is, this is you know, 10,000 years ago. I mean, we've eradicated, Something a, like we've that. eradicated a bunch of species. Killing the I mean. buffalo is... No, I understand. 300 I years ago or something like that. Like, it's it's I, just people killing things. That was all that. I, I I, again, and then he talks about how these people were just... Hunter got like there's no because that's sort of the argument, right? Based on what we believe, people were, yeah, they were just simple. There's no way they could have made these things, they just they don't have the time, the energy, or, or, or whatever. The brain power, they were fucking Neolithic man at that point, and but that that may be a restart, right? That may have been a restart. There, yeah. there, there were one intelligent of, one people, of many, yeah, meter comes down. Causes three. But I don't think you restart like that. If the meteor comes out, okay, let's just say, okay, come on. Um, we have a civilization, uh-huh. meteor comes down, wipes out most of the people. You still have some people left. Those people repopulate the planet. You don't start again with cavemen. You, c- you might. We don't know that. If it takes everybody out, all human civilization. Uh, all human beings, mm-hmm. yeah, you would have to start again like that. But I, I'm just, I, I think you would always be left with like, I don't know, maybe remnants of the past who would, that's how you end up getting. I mean, know. there's the other option he doesn't entertain, but the, the uh, you know, aliens or whatever come down. Oh, fuck, they got wiped out again. Seed, I mean, that, that no one is. Suggesting that, but that's a, a possibility. Or maybe they wipe the, us out. Say, oh shit, this civilization is getting out of hand. We don't like where it's headed. Let's send down some comets. I mean, even then, we could just look at it. You could look at it like we look at it as they have to be humans. There could have been, there could have been, let's say a billion years ago, or I don't know how old the Earth is, whatever. Let's, let's just throw it a billion years ago. Maybe there was some species that evolved that weren't human, but they were a super advanced life form that evolved much like we did, but evolved to be something else. Something hit and wiped them out, and there's just millions and millions of years past, and there's no fucking proof of them, obviously. Well, that would work if it was like, let's say there used to be an ancient population of lizard people that lived on the planet Earth. Okay. You would have a meteor that comes out and wipes out the lizard people. Then maybe you have a couple of those lizard people left. No, but it doesn't have to be lizards. Because think about it. Like, if we truly evolved from, like, an amoeba or a speck or whatever, then something could come and wipe everything out. But as long as there's, like, that speck of life that remains. Well, I'm saying that's what I mean. It doesn't have to. Like, we were human this time. Yeah. But maybe in a different iteration of life on this planet, we didn't turn out. Sure, it's like exactly it's like, like sharks this. or cockroaches or the things that you know, like maybe maybe we just keep evolving from cockroaches and we just don't realize it because they you know they can survive anything or mushrooms. You know, maybe mushrooms are the true answer. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We definitely don't. We're fucking idiots. Go on, come on. 
Well, I was wondering, because I was watching the Olympics uh, opening ceremonies, mm -hmm. and there would have been a time when Mongolia was the biggest population on the planet, right? Uh, I assume in, so, In yeah. theory, when yeah, Mon yeah. When, I mean, he seeded the... And, and there's only like a million or two million Mongolians now. I wonder how many of those people back then, though, Kamar, if like a census guy came around, they were like, what are you? And they kind of looked over their shoulder like, Mongolian? You know, and the guy's like, no, no, but really, what are you? And he's like, I don't know, I'm fucking Chinese. But like, this guy came through, he raped my wife. It's just that, that is way closer timeline that it... That's how quickly uh, people can get eradicated, is what you're saying? Uh, Whatever factors are that like, was just by war. War, then you know what I mean. Uh, so again, that had nothing to do with like mother nature. So again, there could have been windows of these civilizations that destroyed themselves in war, not the end event. Do you know what I mean? And nothing to do with uh, external or internal. I mean, uh, volcano factors. I mean, uh, that would make sense. That you know. It's kind of like a matrix, let's say, if you had a program running. One of them is going to end with us killing ourselves. One of us is going to end with, you know, something killing us. Does that make sense? If you run the Earth program enough times. So you're saying that there's no... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, time is endless. So given that, like, there's... Yeah, we have to end. If, if they know that the sun will burn out, that alone means mankind can't go on forever, right? Actually, that's not true, because if we, if we last another million years, we could probably figure out how to get pretty far. Like Lex this week was talking about how everything we need to get, like to figure out light speed travel or whatever, it might all, it's probably already here. We just haven't figured out how to harness it. It might be literally something right in front of our nose that the human perception just can't pick up on. It could all be here already, and we're just not advanced enough to figure it out. Yeah, that could be the solution. Or it could be external. Sure. External. Oh, here we go. The X factor. No, no, I'm just saying either of those things. Yeah. Who knows? He also tried to discuss um, more in more depth how meteors, like in January, one came a million miles away or whatever. Well, remember I was telling you guys not too long ago about a giant meteor that was passing by Earth. So what's crazy is if one hits the moon and the moon hits into us. Like to, to witness that? If it gets close enough to the moon, we're in big fucking trouble, man. Or does the moon defend us, but then we lose our tides? I, I don't know. Then you know we lose I mean? gravity and everything fucking... Oh, the moon is responsible for gravity now. I think the moon has part to do with our gravity. I thought the alleged Earth spinning around was like the centrifugal no? force being gravity. I don't know. Or the I'm core. stupid. Don't, yeah, I don't thought uh, I thought the speed out. with which the Earth spun is sort of holds it together, yeah. sort of thing, eh? I didn't think the moon had much to do with mm -hmm. it. I thought the moon just had to do with the. Tides. I don't want to claim that I know either, but I just, you know, Simon always talks about the giant mothership floating out, like visible. And then what are you going to do? You have to face it. Something hitting the moon, and it that'd be pretty spectacular. I mean, the real scary thing was what he talked about already happened. Because, like, it happened at a time where we weren't so reliant on technology. But, like, if that should happen now where it went through the electricity grid and, like, remember how he was saying there was operators that were getting shocked? The Carrington event. Was that it? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't mean, to, there, I didn't mean to skip forward. No. I just, it seems like a good segue to. Well, he goes through a number of events, but. This but that one to me is the one where like it seems the most plausible and it would pretty much stop 
life as we know it in its tracks. Because how do you recover from the entirety of the grid going down? Right? Like, where do you start? How do you start rebuilding the grid from zero where you have no... Well, yeah, him bringing that stuff up is sort of made me think about um, Don't Look Up. Yeah, okay. Like, who is actually, like, worried about this, uh, a Carrington event, or he said, you know, 400 AD, it happened in Japan, was 20 times bigger. It's very foggy how they actually can say, say that happened, but he said that, you know... Into the, he got in the space program versus hitting a rocket into it. Actually, right out of Don't Look Up is shooting up boosters that then attach to it and then fire and push it off. Like, I bet he he's, may have got the idea for the movie from something that's been going around. It's funny because that idea to me seems like nothing more than human arrogance. You know what I mean? The idea that like, no, no, trust us. We've built a bomb that, what did he say? It's moving 60,000 miles an hour. 60,000 miles an hour, I said yes. Yeah, and we think like... Good recall. Listen, we're gonna, we got a rocket that we think we can send up there that's going to... It just seems so arrogant. Like, And I understand the logic. I, I totally get it. If you can disperse something that is moving towards you even, even by half a degree that if it's far enough away, it will completely miss you. I understand that, but it's, it's again, seems like we've seen too many movies, too many fucking, I don't want to close my eyes. Like, it just doesn't seem plausible to me. It also seems... Well, how do we even get a rocket that would catch that thing if it's going that fast? We don't have any... Like, well, how the, fast I think the does idea is, a spaceship fly? The idea is that you would try to get it going straight at it, right? It has nothing to do with speed. Like you're sort not matching your speed, and all of a sudden, is at the same. Velocity. You're trying to. You're you trying just to have think, to make sure you catch it at that exact right point. Yeah, no, I understand. Still, well, it's still not that crazy. right point. Like if you can get it's it any point. Well, you're thinking about it more like trying to catch it like this, right? Again, like a year sh- away. Yeah, or two years away is where you're catching it. I mean, even then, I and then he like I never even thought of that. It's always this is how fucking small my brain is and how stupid I am. When he was like, and if it's coming from towards the sun, my mind was just like, no, everything moves away from the sun. You know what I mean? You think about the the solar system like, a, like again, like a centrifuge where everything is being like shot out. I don't know. I just never thought of anything coming from the sun. And then you're like, oh yeah, space is... Coming just, from the direction of the sun. Yeah. And we can't see it because yeah. the sun is so bright. Which is also like, oh, great. It's another problem I had never even fucking thought of. I'm so in, in around this point, the... The wheels are trying to fall off. Him not wanting to jump into the his, I, I would say, questioning of global warming or the, it was sort of along the same size as Jordan Peterson. That are they taking everything into consideration with these models and stuff they're talking about? I mean, I'll give him a little credit at least where he was like, I think it's something that we should be worried about. We're obviously doing. He, he did acknowledge that. He yeah, said, like he wasn't across the board. Like, oh, just keep doing what you're exist, doing. But. The, the, as he prolonged, he was like, it doesn't matter. This happens all the time, but we should not. Well, and then he was it. like, he's like going carbon neutral, just kill us completely, which, you know. I but think- I was, sorry, no, I was saying ahead. the, uh, there's, if what he says is true, what we know, the fact how they, they've neglected the space program is sort of some weird audacity, right? And that's now been picked up by billion. Like, it's crazy to think that 
you have a space program, you don't put any money into it, and it could be the thing that you need to save you. Yeah, it seems bonkers. It's short-sighted. Um, <laughs> I mean, it just seems bonkers. It seems bonkers. Did everyone just go, you know what? The chances of this happening are so nil. And if it happens, we're fucked anyway. Aren't so we, it's a waste of money. Doesn't it feel like they they act the way they're acting leads you to believe that they already have a solution to the problem, maybe? I think that's what one would think if they thought people in charge were competent no i think we're at a point now where they maybe realize that they're like we're not the superpower that takes care of this anymore what does that mean that fate no they're the like cards? there's a whole there's a massive country that still has a ton of slaves they can build rockets to get up there cheaper we'll just leave it to them we will we will ask china to defend us well think about it this used to be this used to fall squarely on the plate of the US. If it was came to saving the world. Well, China was in no position at the time too. Yeah, now it's like, listen, if it's mutual destruction, like if aliens were gonna come down and kill us all, it's obviously in China's best interest to save everyone for a pl- for a plethora of reasons. Right? Wouldn't that be the that's how I look at it. Like they're just like, Well, if someone's gonna do it, it's gonna be them. And if China saves everyone, then does everybody become Chinese? Well, just like in that movie. China well, we already owe... The Chinese already own all the debt, so... Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. I, Dude, like, Simon, I saw the craziest thing the other day. The world debt. And I thought about this. I was like, it, it's. I think it's $290 trillion or something like that. But then I thought, I was like, who does the world owe this money to? Bill Gates. No, but really, like, think, like, who do, so the world's debt. Everyone owes everyone the money. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's just all the debt that exists in the world. Isn't that what that means? No, I don't think it is. I think they meant, like, every country owes money. But, like, who do you owe that money to? Or do they just owe it to each other? Is that what they were getting at? Because it doesn't make sense. Then he mentioned that the only person who was, you know, really interested and, behind planetary defense was fired for criticizing woke policies. Which I thought that was interesting. And he suggested, Joe, you should have one of your podcasts. He's like, no, no, I don't need any more trouble. Yeah. Who was this? The guy, I sh- I Randall Carlson. Name, was... But he went to him and was like, yeah, we'd like to know what you think and your input. And there are people who are interested in this sort of defense program <clears throat> idea. And now it's interesting that instead of space defense, the billionaires are like, well, fuck you guys. We're getting out of here. We'll, we'll watch and see what happens here on Mars. It almost seems like that's what it is instead of a concerted effort to what would be cool, but probably not possible because everything's so delicate, would be a giant volcano blast off at of the right point and just push us out of the way of the impending doom if that were to happen. You're hilarious. What? Like a big fart, you know what I mean? He thinks that there's going to be like... So he thinks that in the perfect world, there's an asteroid coming towards Earth. We're ne- it's never going to miss us. It's huge element level event. At the right time, a massive, and he means so big it would kill us, uh, volcano so. shoots the trajectory of the Earth out of the way of said. Just shifts us. Oh, just like farts us out of the way. Yeah. Sh- shifts us out of the way. Uh, cold climates become tropical. Yeah, tropical become. Winter. I was gonna say, like, um, I don't think the moon has 
a gravitational effect on the earth. Although I don't understand how that works. I don't even know if it exists. The tides happen because of a pull from the moon and the sun Allegedly. on earth. Allegedly. Um, well, you realize that it's the earth's gravity that keeps the moon. But if you move the earth, even like a tiny little bit, it's all over, but the earth is always moving, right? It's always rotating. It's always on its No, axis. no, it's always moving. It's not just rotating. The Earth is constantly... We're moving like 287,000 kilometers an hour right now. Yeah, I know. When, you know... It's not happening. Like it's I flat. It does, we're just... I don't know. We're at a grid. I don't know if it's flat, but that's just... It's crazy. It's also crazy the moon, that all of this is happening, but yet we don't get dizzy. We just... You know what I mean? We're moving. It's moving. Everything's moving. Yeah, we're flying right now. God, what an amazing system this all is. And then he said at one point because Better of... Better than any computer you could think of. Or the best, or we're in the best computer you bum, can bum, think bum. of. That's what I was thinking, man. So something got really hot to melt the ice that caused um, a water discharge equal to every single lake or river, he said, on Earth times 10... Just pouring for um, three weeks. There was lots of water. Lots of water. And th so th this goes to the floods somewhere, Shapleth, and then you go to Moses, and, like, who knows, some truth, a shred of, of something there. So, I mean, you know there's a Stonehenge at the bottom of Lake Michigan? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, Well, well this, this, this was interesting for me because I took the train to Toronto. And I, have you guys ever taken the train? Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come we on. Out we here. have taken the <laughs> we train. We out here. And when you go past um, two things, you go past Lake Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Which is just so big. Mm -hmm. And it's the smallest. Yeah, it's like an ocean. It, it seems, and yeah. it's... Well, that's why they're the Great Lakes. They're the largest it's, it's, lakes. It's the least of the Great Lakes. I, I, I just can't get around. Yeah, like Lake Superior, or Lake Mid those are huge. Does anyone even know what's in the middle? Like, I, I guess you fly over, but it's just... Who well, knows what's this, down there? This, the idea behind this would be at one point they weren't lakes. That mm -hmm. was land, and then the water came and buried but, everything. But, but these were carved out possibly by... Um, receding Shelves or of ice. growing ice, yeah, and then they melted and then filled these things up. It, it just blows my mind. But there's a there's a factory along there called Camco, which is the second largest producer of uranium in the world. It's a fun fact on the side. Um, Did you take the uh, guided tour on the train? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just lonely. Um, Kamar just has his. Uh, Duck, duck, go open, and as he passes things, he just no. I just picture him like downloading an app, like "Welcome to Via Rails <laughs> Guided Tour." But he basically, like all of America, is former Canadian ice. <laughs> all, all the water—that's <laughs> what you're saying. You know, we own I mean? all their water. Is that what you're driving at? If you want to get technical, uh, and then th there was a huge, huge moment. I said uh, maybe a year ago or a year and a half ago that uh, someone was on the clock. Randall Carlson. <laughs> Graham Hancock. Oh, yeah, he's making a Netflix special. So while I was saying he was on the clock, he was getting stuff trust done. Trust me, though. Trust me. It's going to be redundant. It'll just be of things you are, we already know. I don't think they're breaking any new, like... And they made Bert, they made him shoehorn Bert into an episode too. So. Kreischer? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Promoting his tour. Oh Look my at Simon. God. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'll watch it, but I just, I imagine. Uh, you say that, but like say, 
what's his fingerprints of the gods? Yeah. That's a book. Yeah. But there's a Von special. Daniken. There's some sort of. There was a movie. A movie, which yeah. is how old? Uh, I think it was in the 70s. 70. Graham Hancock made his movie in the 70s? No. Von Daniken. Eric Von Daniken did Fingerprints of the Gods. Okay, well, I don't think Graham Hancock made a movie. Graham Hancock or has, chari- sorry, Chariots of the Gods. Graham Hancock has done something he narrated that you can watch on YouTube or something. There was a special on PBS or whatever. I don't know. Some sort it was of- his book there, the um, uh, Fingerprints of the Gods. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Hold on a second. My point being is that yeah. this could create 3 million views. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, as maybe. You, as you, you, you're skeptical, you're like, is nothing new is going to be coming? But there's a whole, like, it, it all said, it'll be Gobeki Tepli, it'll be just him oh, waxing I, poetic. I didn't even think that. I thought it was all going to be about his newest book, which is um, all about the Americas. Oh, well, he, uh, Randall didn't really say what he was saying, but it was a Netflix special. Well, they were going to see something in America. That's why I think that him and Randall and their episode, they were going to like. So episodes. Yeah. Assuming there could be a lot of information revealed and there, there could be a renaissance in caring about this stuff. So yeah, I, maybe so, that so would be awesome. I'm just here to say I put Graham Hancock on the clock and he's answered the bell. That would be awesome. We'll see what happens. So then you start thinking like they're putting this in the spotlight. They're finally letting him talk about this kind of stuff. Why? Why are they letting this go mainstream now? Well, it's because Netflix you're, knows that there's an audience. I, yeah, I was just that's what I was thinking. I, Netflix I, is just like there's an audience for this, so let's put it out. I would dare say possibly somebody listened to a Joe Rogan episode. Or maybe they found something. I doubt it. Somewhere. And they're getting it. ready. This is the them big ushering reveal. in the idea of things. I want to give you credit, and I feel like you would know something. I mean, as a our, as our, as our, uh, reporter in the field. Uh, I wouldn't. But maybe like the whole UFO thing, which is so hot right now in the world, you know, like there's a lot. It's pretty present. Maybe that it all gets looped back in. With this ancient aliens thing, and maybe we're about to find out, like... Well, it would be cool, though, if... Uh, where we come from. Graham Hancock beyond Joe Rogan is the reason why someone on Netflix got interested in this, contacted him, and I'm sure um, Graham will be on as we approach the release of this Netflix special. So, hippie for Simon. Yeah, no, that'll be, that'll be fun. It's funny because I thought Johnny Knoxville was going to be on this week and then all this controversy. I was like, no, they're not going to do that the week of the movie release. No point risking it. No, probably not. No. But that would have been a great guest. A great guest. That would have been an incredible guest. I can't wait for that to one day happen. And so Randall Carson basically says, if not uh, this event, what causes this catastrophic flooding? Like, What makes this happen so so?" relatively fast in historical terms. Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously there's no one out there pushing back. They're just saying, well, Joe did not do him a purpose. And so, yeah, you came out to the, this theory on acid. Yeah, I know. I was like, come on, Joe, Jesus the, Christ. The, the, what are you did, doing here? To like? be said, but I sort of made him look. And he was like, oh, well, I mean, but Steve Jobs, we have Apple because acid. I, I think this I, is. I don't think it was an indictment. Becoming pretty. Um, commonplace. Well, just like accepted now that they're, you know, the younger Dryas, the this idea that there were these giant floods. I think that was 
I think that's it's kind of coming into. I think it's arrogant of us. Thought we're not thinking five thousand years anymore. We're we're way past that. We're Gobekli Tepe. We're you know. I think it's arrogant of us at this point to assume that we're ever going to get all the answers. Not to say we should stop looking. I'm not like saying we should just bury our head in the ground, but I think a lot of these guys spend their life trying to figure out something that there just will never be an answer to, or we're never going to get the full picture. How about that? They might chip away at. Unless someone comes and tells us, or something comes and tells us, like sure, or we find or some ancient script or something, like or like how the fuck you know, like this how it happened. So I mean, again, you know. I just think time, you know, life is fragile and time is undefeated. So, again, I sort of thought, you know, how like uh, Jordan Peterson, if everyone had uh, means, they might be more interested in other stuff. I, again, this. If everyone was all right, maybe they'd be like, yes, let's find yeah. out where we're going. And he contended, um, jumping ahead, that there may be information somewhere from these um, other civilizations that is like the missing link for us, possible. I mean, he didn't say why, because he can't do that. Well, I mean, again, listen. Example, maybe there was a civilization that thrived. I mean, thrived. I Like millions of people like we are today and had no plastics. That sounds like a great place, you know? Yeah, that's fine too. I'm listen. Maybe in this Netflix thing, they use lidar to find some hidden temple in South America, and they open the temple, and it has all the fucking answers in it. I doubt it, but you can be, you know, we can hope. He contended that we are in the sixth great extinction event. Now, whether it's it's, it's ten thousand years from evolve, which is still a blink of an eye, I thought that was sort of a sobering like. We we think it's just going on forever, but who knows? And then he called global warming control. I get he, he, as we're going on, he can't help himself, right? It seemed that way. It seemed that way. Um, I think that's the thing. Is like this is the beauty, though. <laughs> this is kind of the beauty of the three hour long form, is that it's often tough for your true colors not to shine through at some point. Yeah, and well, I don't mean that as a negative. No, but I just mean like you are who you are. And you might be on there to talk about, you know, I don't know, uh, fucking whatever, like the reef dying in, in Australia. But at some point in that three hours, you might slip and let, you know, just let I, your I personality think I wrote through. down, I think you could have held it together if an hour conversation. If I went on. I agree. Could have kept it in, yeah. in, in, in the inbounds. If I went on Rogan after the three hours, you would know how dumb I was. There would be no hiding that anymore. You know? yeah. Oh my God, it would take, you ten, would take you 10 minutes to figure out. But I, I, was, I was daydreaming out. about that. Like I've also said that I don't know why we go on Rogan. I, and obviously we do a review show. That's why we'd go on. But the ultimate thing and maybe the end of the world or the, if we review our episode. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah. Would basically be like, could you everything makes sense. It'd yeah, be, it's like meeting yourself it'd be so, in time travel. It'd be, just, it'd be so interesting. The, the timeline and the whole I can already see the universe. rating. One, one, five. Five. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> like I don't want to talk shit about Simon. But uh it'd be that'd be that'd be a hell of a thing if you ever did that. So let's pray. Um we're so, never going on Joe. So now because he, he thinks global Control, global warming is control, skeptical of the models. He starts breaking down periods where there's been massive climate shift, even two to three years, based on like, an, um, I think it was 940 uh, AD. It got really cold and most everyone died. They didn't have, for, you know what I mean? It was a, and if you're one of those persons in that time going, well, is this it? 
because there's no way you know this is it only lasts for two or three years and then in thou, uh, between uh, 1,000 and 12,000 there's a massive growth because it got uh, warm but they didn't keep food and then it's in 1340 which caused the bubonic plague because people were, were, were weak and sick and stuff like Besides mass extinction events, just tiny climatic events happen throughout our history that are so impactful to humankind and civilization. You know what I mean? And I think that's what he was around the way saying is, you know, I mean, global warming is happening. I don't say don't do anything about it, but bear in mind, this shit happens all the time. It's He said there was a period... Uh, in 1400 AD where it's two degrees warmer than it is now. And we're still here. Do you, do you know what I mean? The, so it's... The only, problem with those state- skeptic. the only problem with those statements is he might be bang on. He might be right. But you could discount the damage we're doing that could be irreparable. And you would do it just based on models of previous well, I'm times. I'm always skeptical of models because what he said here... Is, Me too. I don't trust Kate Moss. <laughs> Nobody's saying what he contended is the when the when the original narrative about uh, global warming, say Al Gore. Yeah. Uh, but Suzuki's been doing it my whole life. It's always been a thing, but they knew so much less. He's saying about the sun. Mm-hmm. And I, they said when when the doctrine of of global warming and, and the oceans rising and everything dying, they had way more limited information of what the sun was. They thought the sun was way more of a constant. This was 20 years ago? 20 years ago. And now way better technology, satellites and stuff, see the sun warming up, cooling down, shooting out solar flares, which are bad, which are, are bad for um, the Carrington event, where he said it came down and machines were running without electricity, <laughs> I am so lost. I am so lost. The Carrington event? Yeah, he talked the about... Carrington event, electricity from a solar storm came down and... He said there were operators working that got shocked and that then they reported that they were using... That there was no electricity, but there was still so much current running through it. Okay. Am I doing that correctly, Kamar? Am I saying... Electric? You're saying and the what power lines were caught, the electromagnetic energy fried at anything and guys were using a telegraph and it was just getting there, which I, I don't understand that. Well, much. we are very dependent on the grid, right? Like the, uh, this electricity grid memory, all and, your, all your wallet and more, you have a hard wallet and more today than 10 years ago. And, you and know, so like, forth and yeah, so on. So come on, forget the hard wallet. Like even, the hard wallet has a battery in it, but if you can't, connect to the that's internet it's fucking I'm, useless that's what i'm saying the blockchain see. lives on the internet the second so, wait, you guys no, get this back up I'm the there. second yeah. there's no power no power bitcoin is totally useless well it's actually worse than all that. coin it's actually worse than that useless because the second the power goes back on uh it crashes to zero all of it every bit of it right i don't know does it yeah everyone well actually here's the thing is how does something go to zero like how would bitcoin go to zero because there has to if I'm selling it, there's money in this in the system. Someone has Some, to buy some, it somewhere somehow, right? Like that's how it works. Well, no, every single person sells their Bitcoin. Yeah, but you can't sell something that someone isn't buying. 
Elon buys it all. No, I guess it doesn't go to zero. Yeah. Like, because theoretically, how does something go to zero? Like, I understand stocks, the company goes bankrupt. So the stocks become, what, insolvent or just Penny stocks valueless. But I don't know how Bitcoin, because again, if you're selling something, someone has to buy it and they can't buy it for negative. Take my Bitcoin. I'll give you 10 bucks like that. It's weird. It's interesting. Why are you you're giving me the stinkiest I, I just, eye no, ever? No, I just don't. I'm so stupid. I don't. The point was the Carrington event was like 80 years ago or whatever, 120 years ago. Yeah, like when we didn't rely time. on. Think As about much. it. Money. Forget, forget, forget Bitcoin or crypto. Your money exists electronically. That's, that's what I'm saying. Coin, well, coins do matter. Does it? Because you can have it in your possession. Yeah, go to the bank machine with My no power. My point, though, is, Simon, how much... Okay, let's say right now you had $50,000 in the bank, okay. but you have $200 cash at home. If this Carrington event happens on your way home... You have two hundred dollars. You're not oh, yeah, worth yeah. fifty grand. Like, that's, that's my point. That's why you should operate in gold. Well, I mean, that's what the Chinese. That's why the Chinese have been buying all of gold it. Gold blocks. Uh, again, I'll say it again. Like the true thing is, we always do this. Where, hey, if the power goes out, what are you going to do about your money? And it's like, listen, if the power goes out for an extended period of time, your money, your gold blocks. Most of that becomes valueless very quickly. Well, the go- the one thing is that Peter Schiff will tell you is the gold is functional. Yes, you still you use it for things. Yes. Out of it. Whereas you can't do a stack of bills is like you could well, burn. You, know, it. you could you burn war- the bills to stay warm. You can't even burn gold. Pablo Escobar. Like, what are you building with gold? His point is, we use gold Toilet. in all sorts of. <laughs> <laughs> we use gold in all sorts of applications. Is the point? It's it has some value in the sense that. We use it for stuff. Yeah. Why is gold even worth what it is? It's a malleable metal. And it's shiny. It's very soft. Like the easiest metal to work with. Like you, I know why the dragons liked it. It's because it was so soft. They could lie on you it. You can stretch and, out gold forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, it's super malleable. And I believe it's uh, it's a poor conductor of electricity. So you, or maybe it's a good, I don't remember. And I'm so pussy. stupid. Ladies I, I never like graduated high school. What, what are we doing here? Um... So he he sort of fought back. He said, this is the real great reset. You should worry about versus world leaders or whatever. You still wish, world you, I still wish this guy could have just gone on and not said the words great reset during this time. Like no, it would no, just help no, a bunch. No, at this point, Joe's giving him the rope. Yeah, I get it. I'm, well, Joe's that, giving that him the really rope. That really is like, I mean, this is reality, right? Reality. Like you're going to hear people who have ideas that you agree with, and then they're going to tell you that they're flat earthers. <laughs> what do you do with that information? Yeah. Like, I mean, listen, does the, that ruin everything they said up to that point? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. No, I was going to say, like, right there, that's a good point. He can be right about the younger Dryas theory and be wrong about flat earth or, you know, the government trying to kill you with a vaccine. I don't know. He's out there. That's, he's yeah. out there doing this stuff, so sure. uh, I'm glad he is. I see, I see us getting an angry email from the Patreon about what a freak this guy is, as we got from for the uh, Epstein rating out of five. I mean, I'm not going to rate this a five. Sort of jump ahead, but you know, the, yeah. But again, I think the Epstein one. Carlson cheated on his wife and like owes a bunch of money or or, or whatever. Like I don't know if you noticed too that person. Um, that person was like. Yeah, you guys got that Epstein thing fucking way wrong. <laughs> and then, well, no, but you came and then, out and said yeah, we I know, got it wrong. But then, or, or but what, they, what, what I came out and said that they wrote that thing, and then ten minutes later they lowered. Oh, I like that. <laughs> lowered that's, their that, pledge. That's a nice flex. I was like, that's a power that's fucking a nice move flex. right there. That's a nice yeah, flex. big time. 
Big um, time. 245 million years ago, there was an event that destroyed 95% of all life, aquatic and land. That's crazy talk, right? To your, like, well, some people survive. Sorry, what, what? He said 245 million years ago, something happened that killed 95% of all life, land, and aquatic. There were no people probably at the time, but maybe there were. I mean... So five, let's say there at that time there were a hundred million creatures on the planet. Or five so percent of those. That's still a big number. That's all I'm it's saying. Five million creatures. It's still left, five yeah. million creatures left. Those five million are going to repopulate the planet in no time. No I time. Say, I well, wouldn't say no, no time. time. Well, <laughs> well, in these time periods we're talking about, it is no time. Sure. Well, if, if, it takes is, ten, if it takes ten thousand years, it's like. So, they got back like, if they don't have to start again from amoebas, to your point earlier, it's no time. Yeah, but we're forgetting. See, we're just doing this thing where all of a sudden just 95% of creatures are gone. You're forgetting that there's, like, some event that makes the Earth almost uninhabitable as well. It's not just, like... Well, like, he listen, was saying pockets. There would be certain places. I understand that, but where, I'm just saying, like, if right now on Earth we just all of a sudden there was a rapture and 95% of people and creatures just disappeared, but not, but the earth stayed the same. Yeah. Yeah. We could repopulate relatively quick. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Yes. We'd have to wait for the earth to come back to life in those places before we could repopulate. I'm just saying it's very difficult for those people that are left. Yes. You have to find that perfect pocket where you can still like, let's say Hawaii was was left. Okay. We all lived in Hawaii, 5 million of us. Yeah. Um, we could turn into 10 million, but you could never move to the, another place until that land regained itself. That's what you're driving. Yeah. At. I mean, like, think about it right now. Let's say the earth is struck with something and the only pocket that we're left, if, left with, just for example, is the Sahara Desert. We're fucked. Yeah, that would be bad. It would be hard to thrive in that. That's what I'm saying. You have to get Except lucky. Scorpions. It would be easier if you were left with Hawaii. Yeah, or California, well, where ninety percent of the. What's weird about Hawaii? No, you know what I mean? Is I believe Hawaii is volcanoes. Yeah, yes, and uh, California is waiting to fall into the ocean. So neither of those places would be great. My, my or point, left for that matter. My point though is California grows ninety percent of the U.S.'s food. So mm-hmm. the agriculture and food alone in California, not to mention the lovely climate. But lots of other places could grow food. In, they could, but I'm just saying is that seems to be a place that grows things almost at will like mm-hmm. it's so if you're left with a place like california then yeah repopulating the earth isn't super but if tough. you're left with uh antarctica then maybe it's not such a great deal that's yeah, my I hear point you. yeah um so just back to gold for a second attractive in color and brightness durable to the point of virtual indestructibility highly malleable and usually found in nature in a comparatively pure form which is very interesting right like you can find gold and it's yeah it's just it's just pure gold it yeah, yeah. Stuff is, you stuff don't is have to process box, it. Yeah. To... But they usually but do, why? don't they? Because that's, yeah, that's the carrots and gold. They add iron to it, don't they? That's... Anyway, I don't know. Oh, you're out of my pay grade. Okay, that. my bad. It's not like you're mining for Bitcoin, I guess, is the point. You actually have something to show for it once you find it. I don't know. I was just thinking it goes both ways with these timelines shit. You could look at it like um, two years, providing the lockdowns and all that sort of ends within the next year, say really wasn't that long or it's like life is too short anything could happen how can you lock down the real look at it either way you know it just hit me too like let's say let's say this what was that thing the carrington event the carrington event let's say that happens and we can't get we can get the grid running again but all let's say it just fries 
all memory. And I don't mean human memory, but I mean anything anything that we had stored electronically no more is gone forever. I wonder how we deal with that as a society. Because then it's just like like it's like you, Kamar, like okay, like you're, I you had, had fifty if Bitcoin, you had debt. I swear to God. No, but even then, let's say you had debt. Let's say you were a hundred K in debt. All of a sudden or thirty grand in debt. Sure. All of a sudden you're like, what debt? <laughs> Same way, like like you said, like maybe I'm rich and I'm like, No, I swear I had two million in the bank. You gotta take it's the real oh, what reset. It would be interesting. I mean, who would be angry? The rich. Of course, the rich are the angriest. They still got yachts and stuff. But I was going to say... I was going to say they actually own things. They own houses. They own... So, yes, they would lose a lot. But if we all lost a all lot... All the people invested the in NFTs would be bummed. But it's like... It's yeah, like, no shit. But it's also like Monopoly, where if we start a game of Monopoly right now and I start with half the bank, it's not going to take me long to win that game. Jordan Peterson. Or maybe Kamara and I just decide that. Maybe you guys just buy maybe a bunch of guns. Maybe you're not going to be the bank <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, there you go. No, you distract him and I stab him in the back. I mean, that's, yeah, that's human he's nature. He's not going to be the bank yeah, anymore. No more banking for you. And then Kamara and I are the bank. And then soon only I'm the bank. I was just, that <laughs> was, was going to be my next point. Then who stabs who after that? Because <laughs> Matt, I'm only human. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I wouldn't even hold it against See, you at that that's point. like. What do you call that in the joke the great business? Reset, uh, callback. No, not the Great Reset. Yeah, that's, that's what they call that in the joke business. <laughs> the Great Reset. It's got a totally different connotation no, in the comedy not world. That a callback. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He wanted to get in his two cents that wokeism, all these ism things that were pale in comparison to any of these events. To a cometism. Cometism, sunflareism, volcanoism, um, <laughs> volcanoism. No, All of those isms scare the word. shit out of me. It's a word, um, which is just uh, it's a perspective thing, and uh, hopefully, well, this won't make any change. You know, this is not going to be all over the news next week. What? Well, you know, sometimes Joe will say something on his podcast or have a guest on and people oh. be up in arms. No one's going to be freaking to this out podcast. about it. It's a total don't look up. It felt like don't look up. Oh, Joe has a new... This is what Joe should do now, though. If someone comes on and they have something like really, really, really important to say, like we figured out how they built the pyramids. Everyone needs to hear this. He just needs to end the episode with some sort of rant where he says the end bomb. He just cancels himself. Like, well, it doesn't he cancel. Drives a motorcycle off the cliff. No, no. It's like, listen, I'm going to get as many ears on this important podcast as oh. I can. It's like, what did you say, Kamar? Investing. Yeah. If you could have invested in Spotify last week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you, yeah, yeah, you should have. Like, did you see what John Stewart said? I posted on the Reddit. John Stewart was like, I want to start by saying this. I'm a huge Neil Young fan. Like, huge. He goes, I love Neil Young. And he goes, but I don't think his catalog is worth $4 billion. <laughs> he was like, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, people wanted to paint that as an actual effect, and I don't believe that either. Sorry, keep going, Kamar. My apologies. I keep cutting everyone off. He I'm a piece no, of shit. I don't know what you're talking about. He talked about, uh, in the Bible, it says, the meek will inherit the earth. Oh, I wanted to bring this up, though. Joe knows that his boy, JP has actually broken this down. And we know that if anyone knows the Bible, if anyone has spent obscene amounts of time breaking down the Bible, it's his boy JP. And Jordan Peterson has worked it out that we have misinterpreted. He, the meek. Meek is a, precisely. Is a, is a, is a compassionate, good person? Or, or uh, 
Meek Meek is someone who how did he describe it? I maybe I should pull up the actual clip. It's only like a minute long. It's someone who will who has a big sword but will leave it sheathed. So the that is what Meek used to mean. Someone that had power, had a big sword. I could kill you, but I'm not going to. Well, let's say Jordan That's Peterson. Let's say Jordan Peterson didn't say that. Okay. And that he just said the meek will inherit the earth. And then Joe sort of... Joe was like, well, that's where we're at. The meek are inheriting the earth. But then he said, but maybe one day the meek, because I guess the opposite of meek is bold. He said maybe the, the meek will realize they'll be bold. And like would people who think Joe's so bad one day go, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking. I don't think they will. I don't think they will realize they want to be bold. I think the meek will stay meek. On this limited definition, not with Jordan Peterson. I, I, I'm lost, though. Like He's saying that the meek inherits the earth, and then the meek go, oh, man, we were wrong. We, sh- we, sh- we, sh- we should have been so trivial. Like, if they win, I hate putting in these. Can I play this for everyone? It's one minute long. Of course. Just to maybe give us. You know, there's a line in the New Testament, the meek shall inherit the earth. i got to look at my phone for a sec here, because I don't know what time it is. There's a line in the New Testament that says, and it's in the Sermon on the Mount, says the meek shall inherit the earth. And that, I heard, that line always bothered me. I thought, no way, that's not, that, that's not right. Meek can't be the right word. So when I was doing the story of Noah and talking about the Sermon on the Mount, I spent a bunch of time looking at commentaries on that line, looking at the roots, the, you know, the Greek roots and the Hebrew roots, and trying to figure out what that meant. And that meek does not mean meek. That's wrong. Here's what it means. Those who have weapons and know how to use them but still keep them sheathed will inherit the earth. Jesus. That's a lot different, man. It's a lot. There you go. I didn't. I, I know Kermit is bothersome. He sounds like Kermit. It's yeah, unreal. it's yeah. unreal. Yeah. I think he says some coaching. I don't know. He, he always sounds weird. Either way, the point is, if that is what it means, it changes the meaning, obviously, completely. 100%, and then we'll just toss that out because it means nothing with the point I was going with. Oh, I'm sorry. I, did, I just wanted to bring it up because he has Jordan Peterson on, and Jordan Peterson believes that that means something completely different. So I just wonder if the if the woke will awaken to say they weren't, they were a bit misguided or something. I, I don't know. I'm a piece of shit. Um, his grandfather, Swedish, can't speak English, hops on a cattle boat, comes over here, goes to Minnesota, starts working, and builds his own house by hand. Like, and this isn't 10,000 years ago. This is 80 years ago. Yeah, or, or and whatever. I get pissed when I have to shovel my driveway. I do got to say, though, there these stories always interest me because it's a generational thing where he's going like, look at what my grandfather did. He used to have to boil the nails just to warm them up. But I always think, like, the generation before that was probably like, what are you boiling the nails, you fucking pussy? You know what I mean? Like conceivably. They, but my point is like innovation, like that guy boiling the nails, that's a great idea. That's fucking super smart. Why would you ever but the generation before would always be like, that's just a, a shortcut. You're taking the pussy way. Like Oh, I didn't think he was saying it as innovation though. I thought he was saying it as like necessity. that's how cold it was I understand outside. I, I, and he was out there Simon, building a house for his family. You're right, he was. But my point is that is innovative in itself. The guy the first guy that boiled the nails. People are probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Pussy. Yeah, and then they see it, and then they're like, you know what? I'm going to start I'm gonna start boiling these nails because this is fucking genius. My point is just we make things easier for a reason, 
And eventually we get to a point where like people like Joe are like, we made things too easy. We're fucking pussies. I built my house out of elk meat. Like, I don't know. I was just thinking. He I built- mean, I guess, but I don't care. It like, it's not, it's the fact that you're out there building a house for your family. Who cares how you build it? You know? Yeah, I agree. Listen, it's nuts. We don't live like that anymore. It's fucking bananas. Well, I was just thinking like, th- there's no red tape. Yeah, he just built. Like, that, where, where you, he, he just got on a boat. He, buy, he came over, yeah, no immigration, built a house. Yeah. Was there any yeah. building like was a, not up to Apparently, code. Minnesota was the Wild West. We didn't see the house. Oh, it's a shithole <laughs> for sure. No, but Mud listen, hot. I'll come back to that Tom Cruise movie again because it's been a while since I've talked about it. The one where I think it's uh, I don't I don't remember what it's called, but he comes over. They're Irish immigrants or whatever, and the way everybody gets their land is by having that race. They literally like give people far s- and away. Is that what it is? I far don't know. and away. I don't know. They just get on the and you like first of the plot. You know, if you want the one closest to here, go out and stake it right away. But you'll have to fight a bunch of people for it. If you want the one furthest away, you got to ride for it. Like oh, well, that's, maybe that's how it was. Minnesota wasn't high on priority would settle because of the winter i can give you an example though kamar mary's dad was like i don't know 82 when she was born and he built the house that her mom still lives in and it is a fucking piece of shit well hey, hey hats off to him though he's old school and got it done whatever i mean you can't make houses like that anymore no. this ain't your grandfather's uh, <laughs> fucking Dude, foundation I, I was i watched this show on um i don't know maybe like uh discovery i don't know one of those channels it's called lawless island mm-hmm. it's about this island in british columbia and people live on it maybe like i don't know 50 six, people 60 people yeah. yeah it's like slab city in nevada and, i don't know um and they're just like totally off grid yeah slab city yeah 100 percent. it's crazy man yeah. and the houses there you know some of them are just ramshackle shacks but They've been passed down for generation and generation. Because there's no one to go out there building code. Yeah, like mostly. you don't, you can't do a massive rebuild. You and if your house and most of the people who own the places aren't like uber wealthy because the things they do out there are just to survive. Like you're a fisherman or you're a, right. You're not. Anyhow, it's, Dude, it's a we, cool show. When we were flying over Arizona, going to the Grand Canyon. There are people that live, like, the only way you could describe it is, like, Kevin Spacey's character in Seven lived out there. Slab City? What is that? No, Slab City's a place in Nevada. We didn't fly over that. It's, like, a lawless place in Nevada where, like... Do they, do they live on the water or something? No, there's no water in no. Nevada other than, like, Lake Tahoe, I well, think. Well, how is it lawless? What does water have to do with it? Oh, because it's like international waters. No, I just well, mean there's... there are no police or whatever. Because like, there's no police on Lawless Island because there's no fucking police. It's a thousand miles from shore. Well, this is it. They're just in the middle of the desert, and mm. no one really like checks in on these people. It's just weird, super weird people that just live kind of off the grid in the desert. Again, Lawless is a weird like. If someone got murdered out there, someone's going to show up and investigate it. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you're not getting like domestic abuse calls out in Slab City. I don't think. You know what I mean? Like a lot. Most could swept under the rug. I don't know how we did either. Is that it, Kamar? We're done with Randall. uh, A few more points. Let's do it. He has uh, created (laughs) HowTube, which is very First Amendment, very free speech. So if you're interested in more what he's talking about, go there. But I bet there'll be some colorful people there. How tube? 
That's what he said he created, but he, he was very adamant that it was First Amendment free speech, which seems like a parlor. He didn't say anything. Like, it's going to be all racist, but I just imagine. Well, it's funny because when you say, like, First Amendment free speech, you know, everyone's like, yeah. At one point. But then you get there and you're like, oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 exactly. So. I, didn't, I don't think this is where I wanted to be, but whatever. I say if you want to know more about what he's saying, check well, it out. it's kind of like Kamar in the demonstration, you know? <laughs> right, well, I'm, a, I'm an extremist. Uh, they, then he was adamant that modern education is suffering from extended infantism. Which I think there's some truth to that. Sorry, repeat that. He was saying like at 14, 15, you're a person. Like you better start acting accordingly. Do you know what I mean? And we've, as the world's got easier stuff, we've been like, no, let's like, let's help you grow up. And and he, he thinks that's detrimental to people's character. Whether he's right or wrong, I don't know. Do you remember schoolhouses? Did you ever go to like an old village or something? I know what a schoolhouse is. And all the all, yeah. all grades were yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, because there was like one person in grade four in the whole village. And that system got us here. Yeah. For, for all intents and purposes. You, you know what I mean? I don't know if I use that yeah, word. Yeah, but I mean, that kept on getting bigger and bigger. That's just... And we kept getting, we are now getting worse. Like, like, high school is crazy. Someone can get lost in the mix. Like, our high school had 1,500 people. Yeah. I'm sure there's Americans listening. Have high school is 3,000, like... Dude, my dad said when he went to Gloucester High School, it was like overpopulated. He said there was like thirty two hundred people going there. Just ridiculous. Like, just it's it's. It, there's no way we can take care of students or or whatever. Like, most people will adapt and stuff, but a lot of people are falling through the tracks because we've we've it's become tracks. too much, too much of a production line or whatever. So I sort of agreed with him there, and I thought the big point he made was interesting: is bullies are always people who are held back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're older. They're pissed off that they're hanging with these young kids. So they like don't hold them back. Like get them somewhere else. But of course, the bully is the older kid who's everyone thinks is stupid. Like he's yeah. in the worst position to be in. He's got a mustache in grade six. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he's, he's bad. Six, he's six and he's four. Do yeah. something about it. Um. And yeah, he's just he's then he's he said he started educating kids, saying he wants to be more practical, which we've talked about before. Like I think the biggest thing is teach kids in high school about relationships, like dealing with them, and it, like you have to manage your finances or else you'll teach uh, them how to do a, their taxes. A, a, teach them how to do exactly, real exactly. world things that fucking these, matter. These practical things, and in math classes and stuff, take them to a house and show them how using angles and stuff they're going to erect yeah. a, a build like. What the application? How do I is. cook a chicken? But then he started saying he was teaching homeschool kids, and one guy killed himself, and so it sort of trailed off. And then I was like, "Uh oh, I think you're digging up your your skeletons here, maybe, Randall." It was kind of a weird thing too when he was like, "Joe, this kid killed himself," and honestly, I didn't think I'd feel anything, but I did. I was like, "What do you mean you didn't think you'd feel Again, anything? You yeah. fucking weirdo!" Like I was like, I-, <laughs> "I don't think that's what he meant. I think he meant." He wa- he didn't think he'd feel anything for these kids after teaching them. And yeah, but again, what, again, yeah. what makes you <laughs> think that like that? spending a great deal know. of time with like a young, malleable mind, you're just going to be like some stone wall? He Apparently, maybe- he thought they were going to be automatons or something. Also, Kamar, you totally brushed over mid podcast for no reason. He brings up this female scientist. And it's awkward in there oh, for he's like fucking a minute. That scientist. There is <laughs> or he no wants to. I mean, <laughs> no, no, he's having an affair with her, dude. And if that scientist's husband was listening to this podcast, he'd be like questioning his wife after that. Because he was smart about it. He was like, "She's smart. She's really educated. 
She's, she's beautiful. beautiful she's got a great body. I've loved her. Oh shit! <laughs> it was. I was like, "Whoa, this is getting fucking weird." Well, I may have uh, omitted uh, that into keep into what he sort of was talking about, and I think Joe could have kept nice him in line, but he. After going over this episode, it was so fucking boring. Oh, this episode well, sucked. Well, you found out in like twenty-five minutes in that you weren't getting Atlantis. Do, do you know what I mean? It was like I. I I don't no, really he wanted Atlantis. ancient civilizations. Well, Atlantis. Yeah. He wanted, okay, he wanted I, yeah, but Simon doesn't necessarily. He'll take Atlantis, but he wants not Atlantis. He wants fucking Egypt. I needed more than this. Aliens. I like talking about like the erosion around the Sphinx because it proves a point, right? Like it's getting us. So, this felt like it was getting us nowhere. Yeah, I agree. Listen, if you can go into a week where there's two episodes and you go, Andy Stumpf was the better one. That's sad. And especially when it's supposed to be like, this is as close to fucking aliens as we get, you know? Yeah, this is supposed to be your as heart on for the month for sure. Good yeah, as yeah. we get. And this is where it's just very. Distressing. Oh, this was a fucking snoozer. This was a fucking snoozer. Very distressing. You can skip this motherfucker. This was no controversy here either. So anyone that came look. Oh, I guess there was a bit. I always say that we listen to too much Joe Rogan. Yeah. That maybe. Yeah. Possibly for someone first nope. time. Nope. 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 Simon, you agree with my... No, nope. I, I agree. I, I think this is a terrible representation of a first time for a Joe Rogan fan because you would just automatically assume this was the most boring podcast on the face of the earth. I mean, it's good because you'd be like, this is what the controversy is about. Yeah, like, well, this is what I'm fucking say. asleep over I'm, here. I'm, like, I'm going to find out what this guy's up to. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, where's the end bombs? <laughs> Literally, I've been asleep. Three hours, I think... The most interesting stuff could have been done in an hour, but that's not how Joe rolls. And I thought the most interesting thing to Jamie was the hands off. Just, just checking levels and his and, tw and black his Twitter the whole time, just doing Google privileges away. Yeah. Well, I I was like, God, I wish I could zone out like that. No, this was a terrible episode. This was dog shit. So sad. I so give it a sad. one. I give it a two. I give it two and a half. I, I I like the meteor stuff. Like, it really, like, the scope. And, and also something to do with me going past uh, Lake Ontario. Just looking at this. I'm at, you know, when you so see, because you saw a big body of water. Like he just, said, when you see this stuff, I think it's a lot more impactful than me talking about it or showing it on a slide. <clears throat> really go, whoa, something happened here of crazy magnitude and proportions. I guess Randall may be on Rogan soon then. If he's doing this Netflix thing, he'll have to. You mean Graham it. Hancock? What you said Randall. Randall. He was he was just on. Yeah, if he's he back on, on, we have a problem. Well, I mean, maybe I, 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 yeah, that's what I said. I said I, I assume he's Did coming you say on. That? I said he was on the clock. I apologize. He's Kamar took him off the clock. He pushed his he, card back. Okay, he's gotcha. on a temporary clock till it comes out. And then he's oh, so you've extended his he's, clock. He's got another five years to. Well, I thought. Oh, okay, I, I thought you meant on the clock, like if he doesn't discover something new. But that's my question, Kamari. If you're on the clock, then you're on the clock forever uh, well, in your no, world, I right? I think. I think I originally said it was something new, but yeah, he could. He could be. He could be done for if this Netflix comes out as just a snooze fest but like if he does like a side thing where he puts out like a christmas album is that enough for you does that buy him another five years like if he performs it on joe he's done he's dead to me all right well that's an episode we're done right you guys are done you have nothing else to we're moving on to the post show set two, set two. all right that's an episode thank you guys so much for listening if you made it this far that's impressive 
Um, we want to thank, of course, Freeze Pipe and BetterHelp. Go check both of them out. There will be links in the description. Um, we have some socials. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's J-R-E-E Podcast, at J-R-E-E Podcast for both. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram, at Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's. Um, there's a subreddit if you want to join in the conversation. It's r slash J-R-E-E Podcast. There's a YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. The videos will be up soon. The PC is built. I just got to figure out OBS. Maybe try to get a few more cameras, and we're going to be back up and running. Also going to buy some fucking editing software. That's none. That's neither here nor there. Uh, the YouTube will be back up soon, so go hit that subscribe button. We're so close to 1,000, guys. We need 19 more of you. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, we are almost close to that goal yeah. where nothing will actually change, but it's, it's symbolic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if they send you a plaque or if they just write you a note. but No, there's no plaque. 1,000. <laughs> but 1,000 is, listen, that's the toughest one to get to, I think. So please, 19 of you who haven't done so, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Please go hit subscribe, even if you don't plan on watching anything ever. Why you were going to say something there. I was just going to say, you know, they had to build a factory to make plaques. Did they? Because so, they're, they're producing so many. Is that like Tuesday? Oh, three plaques. Like, it's like they're behind. Interesting. So a thousand is not going to come. No, of course. Anymore. I was joking. I knew you didn't get That's if, why I if, said they, if they give plaques for a thousand. There will be out of resources or whatever <laughs> the fuck they make that shit out of. No, they'd make it out of horse manure or something. Um, did I miss one? I did. I missed, uh, what did I miss, Kamar? The website, wearenotjoerogan.com. If you want to buy some merch. Swag. Simon is going to meet me at the studio this week, and we are going to upload new uh, designs. So there will be new merch available soon. Go check that out. Again, wearenotjoerogan.com. They say a lot of things on this. (laughs) (laughs) A lot is said. We do say a lot, don't we? Um, I think that's it. The Patreon. Of course, if you want to support the show, and if you've already been supporting, man, we fucking love you. But if you want to support the show and you haven't already, patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, you can support for as little as $5 a month. For that 5 bucks, you'll get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. We talk some non-Joe stuff. We talk some stuff we missed. Um, and you'll also get the backlog of uh, old episodes of This Won't Age. Well, the show where we went back, listen to old episodes and did what we did on the new show, on the old, on this show. Simon obviously let the cat out of the bag. We're going to we're gonna start recording some uh, throwbacks again. Not too many, maybe like one a month. But uh, we're going to throw some, throw some throwbacks your ways. I think we should do all the redacted ones. The newly redacted ones. Oh, how are you going to find them? They're on the internet. Get the fuck out of here. The internet's huge. Dude, you can watch people stick a plethora of things up their ass well, on the internet. Well, I have a tough time believing I can't find a redacted Joe Rogan episode. That's one of the things we're going to do right now is go through the list. Oh, yeah. Okay. See if we wonder why. On the post show. On so the post show. Patreon.com slash JREE podcast if you want to support. Other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. We fucking love you. Uh, we can't believe we're here. We can't believe anyone listens, even though I still don't believe anyone does. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.